forever. Dog. Rock and roll. For decades, human musicians have been celebrated for their remarkable contributions to this beloved genre. We owe a great debt to the Setzers and the Joe Armstrongs of the world for their remarkable art. But what about non-human rockers? What about robot rockers? For too long, humans have overlooked their contributions to music. That all changes today. Today we celebrate our animatronic friends for their jerky guitar solos, their noisy jaws, and their tinny pre-recorded voices. We break down and determine which robots rock the hardest. The performers may be fake, but their ability to move us is very real. It's the Fake Rock Music Final Four on today's podcast, The Rides. In 1988, when asked why he shot John Lennon, Mark David Chapman said it was because the former Beatle was, in his eyes, a fake. We believe so-called fakeness in rock and roll is, of course, no cause for murder, what word could be, but in fact, cause for celebration. Today, we reclaim the word fake and show our appreciation for fake rock and rollers who create very real moments of joy. This is the fake rock music final four. I'm Scott Gardner. Mike Carlson, hi. Thank you. Thank you. It was important to... Everyone wow. was thinking... It, obviously, the specter of Mark David Chapman yeah, had, we, to be, oh, had to everyone be was Everyone was thinking about it. Oh, had to be invoked on the start of this podcast where we uh, review, I guess, or rate Ro- children's robot robots. bands that flap around. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Jason yes. Sheridan in, in lockstep with this opinion. Yeah. I mean, coincidentally, every time we record, I have a copy of Catcher in the Rye on my person somewhere. <laughs> All of our, so. our biggest influence. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. We're... So so here we are, another Final Four, and yep. we're back to to fake rock, but a different kind of rock. It's mm-hmm. it's rock music, and and basically what this is is a fancy way of of saying uh, animatronic musicians. That's really what we're right. just to clarify, because there is a lot of rock music out there in theme parks. There are live performers. Uh, we're, we're, we're fans going way back of the bare metal family from Hard Rock Park, but they don't appear in this because those are suited characters. Could that be another competition down the road? Of course. Yeah. But, you know, you have to put up your, your, your boundaries and set up your rules. So we agreed on this is an animatronic competition. Yes. Um, so, which yeah, we try. There, there are going to be animatronics as always. We always give these different qualifiers at the start of these because obviously things are going to be left out. But we did our best to pare it down to some of the most elite rock and roll robots that are out there. Yeah, and there yeah. there are a number. There's a lot of them, and I think another clarification as many clarifications at the yes, top as we can more. do. Rules set them up, and I'm sure we'll find more as we go. But also, when we say fake rock, I think this is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame definition of rock, which, yes. of course, includes uh, blues and hip-hop and mm-hmm. country, in the case of Dolly Parton, who rejected right, her right, nomination. Yes. Something yeah. we might run into. Somebody might... <laughs> one of these robots, if there's some... I don't, we might 
but to put this up on Twitter and whoever owns that copyright might say we don't want them to be any that, that's a very nice thank you but right. no yeah so all music genres are included mm-hmm. yes. I think so in this yeah, definition yeah, yeah. of rock yes. so yeah we will get a little bit one of the things we'll do as we assess is think about like what Jan Winter might think about one of these robot bands or we- Winner Winner you mean? Winner shoot yeah. I, Winter? I think I've said his name wrong every time I've ever brought it up on the show and it's it's happened before. I think it has. I think I've I think I've mispronounced Jan Wenner's name. It's one of once those that, like why are we still in this? Why are we still affected on a daily basis by <laughs> Jan Wenner and uh, Irving Azoff? Is that yeah his yeah, name? yeah yeah yeah? These like these like never ending boomer strangleholds on boring rock events. Right. Not a day goes by where I'm not talking about an article from Cream Magazine. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still, <laughs> rock and roll changed the world. I don't know if uh, everybody knows that. Oh, and, yeah. um, uh, okay. It's important that all these people sure. get the chance to reassert that every single year. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now let's Various burn things. an hour talking about who's America's Beatles are. <laughs> if we well, don't they, correct this, CCR is the band. You know, <laughs> they might be in this very final four. They might. Be. I, I think so. <laughs> yes, yeah. we're gonna because what what symbolizes American ingenuity more than robot making <laughs> along with rock and roll. You put these things together, mm-hmm. um, it's uh, it's an incredible combination, as we're going to find. We're going to talk about some of the best musicians out there, some of the best music, I think, that's ever been made, <laughs> clearly. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah, sure. The sheer, the, the power of the songs that we're going to discuss. Um, is there anything we want to say at the top in terms of what we think we might be looking for um, oh yeah sure yeah um i think that like uh, yeah as we're saying like rock and roll now has such a broad definition especially when it comes to the hall of fame so rock and roll for me you know it becomes more of sort of a the essence of rock and roll it's not it doesn't mean it has to be a certain tempo it doesn't mean it has to have certain instruments it has to be a vibe a cool vibe a vibe that makes, I would say, usually young people interested. But now, because how long rock and roll has been around, maybe it has to get dad interested, you know? So these are the things I'm thinking about. I'm not saying I'm going to lay down a hard and fast criteria for, for a winner in a bracket. But mm-hmm. I want to say, like, our definitions. I think really what we're going to do here is unpack what we actually think rock and roll is. Wow. You know what I'm saying? It's a larger sort of idea. Geez, we're in like now we're in Lester Bang's yeah. almost famous yes. territory. Yes, we are. Is Rock yeah. Dead. Um, well, we're lucky that if Dad is supposed to be interested, that almost everything we're talking about is from the eighties and nineties. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good. Yeah. Point. Are there any recent? Wait, I'm looking at the list. What are the more recent? I mean, there's ones that are still around. A lot of them are still around. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can go see. But are any of these new? I would say no. Yeah. I would say 1994, my man. <laughs> okay, yes. All right. That might be as far as <laughs> that we might go, be right? As, as reset. <laughs> I wanna. I I was uh, you know going through a lot of these, watching clips, a lot of these, and I uh, I want to give some attention to the animatronic nature. Yeah. Possibly yeah. some weight to like how good are these animatronics? And yeah. you know, I I don't know that that'll be the deciding factor it could be a tiebreaker but i also think uh a big one is uh i don't have a problem with click clack sounds i love click clack sounds but if that overpowers the music i think mm. you're gonna lose points interesting and there's one 
competitor that I was a little disappointed to see. Uh, I think we're. Uh, I think I, I wonder if we're thinking of the same one. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pr- a, l- a little too loud on that. Sometimes it adds to the charm, but you can't. It, but it's got to be about the music. It can't yeah. override mm-hmm. the music. It has to be about the music. And I yeah. and I'm. I feel like. I may be judging, this is a, um, related to the animatronic idea, but I think it, musicianship, which is obviously contrived and done by the animatronic make, but like how realistic are we in our uh, performance? Because I think if yeah. the song is great, if it's the greatest song an animatronic ever sung, but it's not being done realistically, uh, again, mm. I think it's hard. I think, like, as in animation, uh, um, you know, l- accurate piano guitar playing, which mm. you really admire. The movies that are on uh, in my house all the time because of kids, like uh, Soul and Coco, which have fantastic, very realistic guitar playing and piano playing. Um, w- w- I think we'll get very close to that with mm. some of these. Okay. Absolutely soul level. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Precision. Accurate, complex piano playing. But that's sort of, I'm going to be, I'm going to be watching in the hands for sure my eyes have been on the hands the whole time i think the hands uh, another thing and in some of these i think it it was a disadvantage if it was original music versus cover songs i think you so know? Yep. Uh, but then other times i was like i'm okay with this because maybe the other competitor was just weaker overall so i don't mind the stronger competitor mm. just playing you know a top 40 hit an old an old tape a, a, yeah. a kind of scratchy tape mm. in a lot of cases right yeah. okay so we'll forgive a, a tape um anything else i mean we could just we could certainly dive in because some of my concern is that the the very first one is almost could be a full it's, episode yes worth i think of you're it's right a yes. one seed Discussion. versus a one seed <laughs> yeah 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 mm-hmm. which people have tried to explain to me tried to explain to us before i think like i don't you're it's usually like a one seed versus 16th like it's and i'm like i don't know <laughs> i don't know how the drafts work how, why are you holding us I to this standard of knowing about sports things mm-hmm. we made a little bread we know enough to know that there's a bracket we went that far people and we started, deserve applause for that people are talking about snake drafts and i just like <laughs> the eyes glaze over we will do no effort okay yeah. as far as learning how an actual sweet 16 march sweet man is 16 sweet. do they call it a sweet 16 <laughs> whatever the hell it's called <laughs> yeah <laughs> they good. I don't yeah. know. It doesn't sound right to I, me. I don't know. Yeah. As I said, it didn't sound right either. So we look, we do, will not learn. We did do a lot of effort of like uh, pairings that made sense. Yes, we did that, the, but we don't know how this works, and we will not know how this works. It will only yeah. get worse as the years drag on. Yeah. Well, I think you're right about Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. It just felt silly to to hear. Um, but yeah, you're right. No, that in our minds, how. March Madness works is the teams are paired by their thematic similarity. Yeah, right. That's yes. why you put them the against each other. The mascot of the team that's similar to another team's mascot is paired against each other. That's how it works. We should yeah. do it. I don't yeah. care about how they did through the year. Mm-hmm. I don't pay attention to that. Have we never? Have we also not learned that we should probably just skip to the Elite Eight for the sake of time? Of time? No, we have not learned that. Absolutely no not. Way. How many no. would get uh, cut out of the picture? No. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. we have an interesting uh, qualifier this year, too. The first half 
We split it in two halves. Yes, although I think now it's not so cleanly that. We kind of tried to go that it's banned on one side and solo, but some other ones rearranged yeah. and snuck in there. There's yeah. kind of a wild card. Yes, uh, yeah, later yeah. On. Uh, but roughly it, it is that way. So mm-hmm. um, the, the, the first two matchups are, are going to be pure rock. This is, this this is, is rock, rock and roll fans. Through, <laughs> These yeah. are hardcore rock bands. And the, the big one to dive into and discuss is here we go munch's make-believe band versus the rock of fire explosion uh munch's make-believe band from chuck e cheese yeah rock of fire explosion from showbiz pizza place Mm -hmm. um these uh, competitors were thrust together combined together in a freakish fly like merging event Mm -hmm. called concept unification (laughs) um the world chose munch's make-believe band corporate synergy chose munch's make-believe band but that's not a choice that we have to make right Uh, um so munch's make-believe band to clarify you know this some of this if you're listening to the show but that's the band that chuck e cheese is in and rock of fire explosion is all these characters who we don't uh, see so much anymore, except maybe in these, you know, when they uh, put out a music video singing to a more yes. current song or what have you. The well, the the, yeah. do, the uh, uh, owned by uh, Aaron Fector, who got cut out of in in this whole merger situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah they'll pop up here and there, but yes, the winner as far as as uh, visibility is obviously Chuck Chuck E. Cheese and Munch and everyone. Um, Though I, they're disappearing, they're, they're well, the not actual, that many. Yeah, classic robots. We've talked about this before on the show. Are disappearing. Full munch. There's not a lot of full munches out no there. No more full munches. Or very few I think full a few. munches. I think you'd have to. It's spread. Like most often, you check. Just down in Carson, the band wasn't in there, and that was that yeah. was unfortunate yeah. to see. But they're they're around, and they're obviously they're in our hearts, and and that makes us have to cut out. I'd say the era where it's screens and puppets that all does it we have to judge the animatronic <laughs> yes. body of work yes. right because and, unlike a lot of legacy brands chuggy cheese has adapted to like the Bandcamp soundcloud era of mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. with we, original yeah. internet programming <laughs> and we like we've said it before on the show we like that stuff a yeah. lot of it yeah yeah but are you allowed to there, there's some crossover i've certainly seen animatronics uh, moving around to songs that we love, like another Chucky Day. Yeah, that's true. The Snoop Dogg esque song that they do, but that's sort of an after. It's like, well, they're around, so we can program them to do this. But I certainly associate that song more with the puppet era. Well, it, we look. We can't completely take it out of our minds. Mm-hmm. But I did try to focus on more of the classic era of the band of Chuck E. Cheese when I was looking through things and trying to make a determination. I also want to say, in case you're thinking, oh, these three fuckers are biased, mm-hmm. we have said on the show before we like Chuck E. Cheese. We, we have more affection for it because that's what our childhood band was. Yeah. So I want to just yeah. put that out there that we have said that before in case you want to, you're going to clip a piece of audio and you're going to try to hold it against us if we pretend. We're not pretending. We have no. said that before. So I did an extra amount of effort to make sure I was absorbing the actual impact of the rock fire explosion that's good very yeah good Good of you yeah okay because i i think my my memories my association with munch's make-believe band is happy childhood memories uh my association primarily with the rock fire explosion is a documentary that is upsetting in multiple ways (laughs) (laughs) many different flavors of like oh no (laughs) 
I guess yeah, we can't hold some of the people against them. It's uh, their their own creators against them. This is about the music, even though some of the characters are voiced by the creator, uh, Aaron Fector, who's who strikes us as a little odd but we have to take that let's try to view this yeah. as a band as characters uh um let me let me say the the lineup here uh yes, just to who we're, as, who we're looking at musically in munch's make-believe band we got munch on piano who's right the purple monster pasquale p pie plate the italian chef on drums course, yeah jasper jowls on guitar he jowls jasper t jowls yes. thank you and uh chuck e cheese and Helen Henney uh, splitting vocal duty. Right. Uh, over on the other side, Rock of Fire, you've got Billy Bob Broccoli on bass, mm-hmm. uh, Fats Geronimo on keyboards, who's the gorilla, right. Beach Bear on guitar, Duke LaRue on drums. <laughs> Is Duke a bear or a dog? I guess he's a dog. He's like I a think space he's a dog. dog. Yeah, yeah. Got a space dog on drums. Uh, and then uh, various singer, a lot of singers in the mix. It's kind of a sly in the family stone. It's uh, Mitzi Mozzarella is the cheerleader mm-hmm. mouse. Looney Bird's in there. There's a sun and a moon. Mm-hmm. Various other characters. Spider, I believe. Pop- oh, yeah. Spider lowers down <laughs> sometimes. Uh, yeah. What's his, the spider's name again? I'm not uh, sure I know the name of the spider. Sorry, again, I we're, here. we'll do it. We'll, we'll fully dive in later. And yeah. I, yeah. Uh, um, I don't want that to, our lack of awareness to, you know, rub against the Rock of Fire explosion. Right, of course, um, yes. You know, I would say it was a pleasure to, to see this band a little more and get Antioch. to know this band. <laughs> Antioch? Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, Antioch the Spider. Antioch the Spider, From the Rock of Fire explosion. Um, so, let me say, having listed that lineup, I'm impressed that we got a bass player. Yeah, That right. really fleshes out the sound, and I, I think Billy Bob... Uh, brings a lot to the table. He's very, he's very jolly and lovable. Uh, and fle- yeah. yeah, fleshes out the sound. Yeah, and the the, the band uh, uh, is more. Yeah, has more instrumentation going on. I think. Um, I will say also, like you know, look is a big part of bands. You know, yeah, image or whatever. Like Aerosmith didn't just get popular by completely just being the, one of the best rock bands of all time. They also have cool image. They have the scarves and everything. And I will say that I like sort of the vibe coming from the Rock of Fire explosion mm-hmm. as a band. I feel even though they each member has separate identities, they do form an interesting stage picture. Like KISS. They've all got their different themes. Yes, exactly. But yeah, they're all they all feel of a of a piece together. Mm-hmm. Um which I guess I, we were not talking about Chuck yet, but I do think maybe even more so than Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. Chuck E. Cheese feels like kind of disparate characters all on stage together. A little bit separate, not feeling like as much of a unit as I'd like that to feel. Mm-hmm. Sure, I could see that. Um, yeah, I mean, like I dig, I dig some of these vibes a lot. I a, a big fan of Duke Larue. I regret not having looked into Duke Larue <laughs> further before. Uh, he's mm-hmm. cool. I I also want to bring up. Um, it's a part of image. This spins off from image. Yeah, is uh, the the instruments. That's not the that's not the music you're hearing, but it is a big part of right. of the sound. And and uh, iconic instruments are definitely part of the picture of great mm-hmm. rock stars. And I just, I think the I think the instruments are cool. I like Fats Geronimo's keyboard, which kind of became Munch's. I feel like yes. they just they, they pretty much stripped that. and Because I'm looking at Munch's, too. I like his piano, but right. aren't they the same? So you got to give maybe Fats credit for bringing that piece of gear. And I also think 
uh, a beach bear's silver guitar is very cool. I think yes. he's got a, a great axe. I think, yeah, I think that the instruments look cooler in the Rock of Fire for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, as opposed to like, I, I think ja- I don't really vibe with Jasper's folksy acoustic. I forget if it's an acoustic or an electric. I don't have the instruments memorized, but uh, so I, think I think he's limited in his guitar genre a little bit by with the country leanings. Yeah, I mean Billy Bob in Rock of Fire has like kind of an old school country like square. I don't even know what you would call that. Um, kind of a very country bear esque guitar. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of those kind of instruments. A lot yeah. of homemade instruments, I'd say, throughout the the competition uh-huh um so so yeah the instruments are cooler looking in rock of fire um the show itself like is it rolf de wolf who has the the puppet on stage oh i didn't even track those guys yeah there's a puppet too yeah a lot, rolf, of, a lot of characters rolf de wolf too is yeah he has like a bow tie but he also has like a puppet character as well on stage that sings mm-hmm. which is an extra element to everything as well so like they're putting on a show. They have so much going on, which I appreciate. I mean, it's very maybe E Street Band in a lot of ways as well. Sure. Not that there's a puppet, but like everyone feels like they have the right. <laughs> there's no <laughs> little Steven doesn't have a puppet on stage that he uses or anything. Are there anything. any puppets in rock? Or they, yeah. Has there any, been any big band with puppets? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I know Beck question. brought a puppet. He had a full puppet version of his concert going yes, on yes, on the side yeah. of the stage for one tour that's fun um but i don't know if there's a regular puppet member of the band somebody tell me if i'm missing inevitably one. there's puppet music videos oh well, certainly sure. yes. yeah yeah genesis but, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, there's more um, um so so yeah i mean the p the pick like i get why vibe wise and look wise some people say this is the superior band to Chuck E. Cheese. I do get it. Yeah. Because the vibes are stronger now that I'm an adult. Mm-hmm. And if I take away my nostalgia for Chuck E. Cheese, I try to take it completely away. I do go, oh, I'm a little more attracted to this. Sure. Right. But in terms of staying power. Well, staying power, of course. And I, and I will say this, as far as look-wise and interest-wise, I munch himself Ah, is yeah. so great. Yes. Yeah. And a little bit of Muppet flavor. Yeah. And yeah, I th- you with a hug munch. And Chucky wears often wears a tuxedo to show respect to the stage. Of course. And you love <laughs> you that. You never see any. Which you never yeah. see anymore. Yeah, you love I mean like Green Day wears a tux when they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like when I think when they were playing with Ringo at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a couple years ago, uh <laughs> Billy Joe was wearing a tux to show respect. Mm-hmm. So that's good. They were doing back. They were backing Ringo up on Boys, which is a really fun performance. If you haven't seen it, the famous Green Day tuxes. <laughs> the Green Day tuxes. Um, so yeah. Also, somebody on Twitter pointed out a Billy Joe Armstrong starring movie that I have to watch soon, and I can't remember what it's oh, called. Oh, I think I've heard of this. Yeah, yeah wait, I, have, I may have seen this trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't. It's like a couple years old already at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that there's that. But I but I guess my point about Munch is just like Munch is the thing holding chucky on as far as interesting stage picture i think for me because yeah. like you go you see munch you go oh shit I, I love that guy that guy that's my guy right there stronger front man potentially i like that they put his name in the band yeah. it's a fun discovery that it's not what's the band is it chucky e. cheese right the chucky e. cheese rock brigade or something no 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 it's munch's make-believe band. munch's make-believe band with the fakeness acknowledged in the in the yes, right kind of that ties into our spirit here it gives them yeah. license to do a lot more too it lets them break free of genre mm-hmm. <laughs> um is there a chance that we're over correcting by 
well, siding with Rockafire, because pre-anticipating this possible bias. I have only begun to start my thoughts on all of this, so no, I would say no. <laughs> I mean, you have to give Chucky credit too for uh, different phases, I guess, in the way that the Beatles they've, had different eras. They've evolved. They've evolved. Yes, that's mm-hmm. true. Rockafire is, though, Beatles only have 10 years, and it's all killer yes. for the most part, and Rockafire also has a short window. Well, that's what I was trying to figure out. Who is the Beatles and who is the Stones in this case? And it's Rockafire is probably the easier one to paint as the Beatles. I think that they're clearly they the Beatles. First. Not only that's correct yeah. and around for less time, but clearly a big influence on music yes. to come in that they stole their uh, their skin was removed, but their skeletons <laughs> remained. Just maybe there's a metaphor for how the Beatles have uh, mm. impacted. It's like so many... Uh, so many bands uh, right. took their skeletons. Um, but not only that, uh, I was looking into what what was the music that they played. Rock of Fire Explosion did giant Beatles sets. Well, I, and yes. not just the early stuff. Maybe not even the early stuff. Full show of white album songs, which are a lot of my favorite. I think I'm a white album guy, so I was delighted to see that. 12 minutes of... Hey, complex music, right? Uh, risky music. And then entire end of Abbey Road is a show that you could see the Rock of Fire Explosion wow. do. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, that's something. Yeah, I was. it's a little confusing to exactly, because a lot of people have now had taken them after the fact and had them do these big, like, mega mixes. Mm-hmm. So I was getting a little confused. I went back to the start. Yes. With the music, too. Okay. Because I found also they did a Beatles medley. So I was thinking, okay, where? what's like the definitive Rock of Fire? That's what I was looking uh, for. Sure, sure. The definitive Rock of Fire, because I really don't know it. And I found a couple things. I found the first Rock of Fire Explosion album. Oh. It's got a great picture of them on the front. The vibe of, the, of it looks really great. They did release a record. Yes. Yeah. And I believe it's this. And I was scrolling through it. And I was like, man, and and as I usually do when I find something like this, whether it's a McGruff album or whether it's something else, I go, is this going to be my new favorite album? I'm like, fingers crossed, hoping that this is something I'm going to punish everyone I know with for the next 20 years. (laughs) That's what I'm hoping for. And I am... Sad to report, it is not, not the case. Oh, no. It's no McGruff. Okay, it is okay. no McGruff. All right, all right, It's all right. fine. It's mm-hmm. covers. You know, they do... Like they're doing Beatles. It's like a little, like... Yeah. It sounds okay. It sounds like a... No, I wouldn't play Oh, this. great Cincy one to pick cover. for a children's... Yeah performance show but the whole album is kind of like this and you're like eh, it just sounds like i don't know it, mm-hmm. d- it didn't the it, it was like studio musicians covering stuff and i was like oh man sure that's a bummer yeah really, yeah like, that could have really tipped it the, the one okay i will say the one thing i found this is this is a welcome i don't know if you guys heard this welcome to showbiz pizza which no. i believe is the song they would play okay this is in, an interesting piece of music i will say this is the closest thing i could find and I found some other original songs, which are uh, uh, unclear if they were written by Aaron Fector in the last five years. <laughs> Possibly, which, because they, yeah, he does have a YouTube channel, and they'll, it'll, they'll program with new stuff. And maybe I missed like a, a seminal album, but this, I think, is the closest thing I found to something that was kind of interesting. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, 
the world's most advanced entertainment, has now joined forces with the world's finest pizza. Sure, that's true. Crazy intro. It's kind of an offbeat yeah. jam, yeah. yeah. Interesting was the right clarifier. It's an offbeat jam, and I don't, I don't hate. I like it. Yeah, I think uh-huh. it's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and I was hoping that first album was going to be more of stuff like that, mm-hmm. but it did not. It did not live up to that minute and a half thing there well a lot of what i found was was covers and again i can't say enough how impressed i was that they're doing the more the more daring beatles music. sure yeah but then you know they do pop hits too but this is what i said about watching hands and the listeners can't do this but but you guys here can it's when you look just what i think beach bear is is the core of it for me uh just just watch him uh jam this solo uh to to van halen's jump oh yes No. You know, for a limited animatronic, the fur's flopping around. Yeah, it's I okay. I did also note this when I was watching a couple you of these go videos. You into fat, then Fats is jamming the. Be- oh, he's <laughs> lost in a trance. He, I, I was impressed by this jump performance. Kind of went the floppy hand route, and it seems to work to the advantage because it ends up looking more natural than I like. Even Jasper has just got three big fingers. Yeah. yeah, you're not seeing a lot of contact there. Beach Bear, I noted Beach Bear looks good when he's soloing. I also noticed Beach Bear. Well, the way he kind of leans back too. Yeah. I think he, it's good musician body language. He's doing the thing. Um, yeah, he, he kind of like stalls. So like Eddie Van Halen would hit a note and he would kind of stall and then he would use a, oh, I think it's a, called a hammer on where he kind of uh, uh, like punches the string very fast with his, his little one of his fingers. Mm. And it really like mimics a kind of what that would look like when a guitar player is doing it. Yeah, as you're saying, he leans back with that motion where he's really feeling the solo he's playing. It's technique. And it's technique, and it is very good, and it is better than anything, I think, in the the Munch's Make Believe band as far as performance. Let me say this, too. Uh, uh, The the drummer... Duke LaRue mm-hmm. something I've I don't think I fit we I watched a lot of animatronic bands in the last week I don't think I ever saw any animatronic musician make contact with the drums I, and, and mainly the cymbal yeah. that's what you notice yeah. uh that's that's the rarest but I don't even expect it that's so not where my my bar is yeah but I saw Duke hitting that cymbal and guys I don't want to drag this out any further I'm locking in rock of fire explosion as my choice. Interesting. Why drag wow. it out? Why drag it out? Sure. After yeah, all that, drag and, it I'm out? Sh- and I'm not saying that they're better uh, characters. Uh, I think I, you know, I, 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 I think I find the Chuck E. Cheese world more pleasant. But yeah. just, but, but talking music, I, there was, there was no argument for me here. Hmm. Hmm. You know, I think I'll lock mine into, and I think maybe I'm leaning more towards intangibles. But I might have to go with Munch's Make Believe Band. Oh boy. Wow. Okay. Oh, it puts it on Mike. It's a tricky one because I really I try to go into these not forming an opinion before so we could talk them through. So yeah. as we're talking them through, I, the one thing I would say is that 
for me, I was looking as, as you kind of w- could tell, like I was looking for a piece of music to move me more than what I mentioned on the last Chuck E. Cheese episode, the song together. We got it. That that weighed in my decision. Of course, it's a very good song. It's an excellent together song. We got it in case yeah. you don't remember. I mean, look, listen to that. It's a, obviously a different genre than a lot of the the, the showbiz pizza stuff. Um, I'll fast forward it's it a little bit. It's a very strong song. That's the intro there. And there's Pasquale singing. So it's tough because, like, aesthetic-wise, yes, the band is uh, show, uh, um, the the I'm all out of sorts. Rocket Fire Explosion is superior, mm-hmm. but the music of Chuck E. Cheese and Munch. And Helen, <laughs> you know, it's like, I have to go with Munch's Make Believe wow. Band, I think. Wow. I was looking hmm. desperately. I was wanting to say yeah. Rock of Fire. And maybe somebody, maybe somebody will shame me and say, you know what? Here's the album you missed. And I'll feel like a fool. And I've ruined this whole Final Four It was four made year. four years ago in the in a creepy Orlando warehouse. Yeah. And it is truly essential. Mike, I think, you know, Rockfire Explosion might be more the Velvet Underground kind of choice. But I don't think that'll be the last one of those today. I think, though, you know so. what? I think Rockfire is more like... like and this is gonna, I'm gonna, people are gonna be mad at me, like the doors or something, where it's like the the image is so that cool. Bad, huh? That and bad. the vibe is so cool. <laughs> what? I don't hate. Yeah, I'm offended now. Yeah, I'm offended. I don't know. I'm just saying, I think that the doors are very popular because of the vibe. Like people think Jim Morrison is cool. They're not exact. They're not the same. They're not the same vibe as Captured the doors. Captured something of the time. I'm saying, yeah, there's an essence to the doors that people find attractive. Some of the songs are, are okay with the doors. I don't hate the doors. They weren't songs. passed along generationally very well. Yeah. I wouldn't say, uh, at least at least not to us. I don't know. Uh, but I think yeah, the Jim vibes, Morrison and Billy Bob go hand in hand. <laughs> clearly, I just think the vibes are doing so much heavy lifting with Rock of Fire, and I I say I I have to go with Munch. I just have to go with my gut on. This. I'm not I'm not mad at that at all. I just I think I wanted to represent some sure. strong musician. I don't regret my vote, but I don't regret the way things have gone. Really quick before we move on, can I say this story about when I looked up what was going on with the the White Album medley? There's a part in the show where Billy Bob, uh, I think. Um, what is it? This might be about uh, Rocky Raccoon. Maybe he's introducing Rocky Raccoon. Hmm. And he says, but you know, folks, uh, it doesn't uh, pay to be going and seeking revenge on somebody. I mean, even if they do something real bad, like steer, steal your girlfriend or something, uh, you know, because if she was any good, she wouldn't have left you anyway. So what? forget her. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's, oh. a, that's a big tear that the Billy Bob the bear goes on. Uh, and then it turns out that what was happening there was that Aaron Fector, the create the the guy who does the the robots, uh, his <laughs> girlfriend, who was the show programmer, left him for Rick Bailey, the voice of Beach Bear, <laughs> and his oh, revenge man. was. Let me put this weird little screed into Billy Bob's mouth, and then she has to program mm. it because she still works there. Mm. So with that shady story mm. in mind, I don't mind departing <laughs> the Rock of Fire explosion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a weird, uh, I yeah. know, I'll get my revenge through well, a... <laughs> well, go listen to our Chuck E. Cheese episode for yeah. some more weirdness uh, Yeah, 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 area. definitely. 
yeah, yeah. All right. Not well, the last mention of animatronics talking about their relationships today. No, 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 no. Oh, sure. So, oh, right, right, right. Oh, I know what you mean. Okay, okay. Uh, but so, for now, we for move now, on to a category that I'm I'm pretty excited about. I was happy we landed on this. your territory. I'd say so. I feel pretty good about this. And yeah, maybe the, the weight's really on me to figure it out uh, because this is not just a rock face-off. It's a Beach Boys face-off mm-hmm. in which... The Peach Boys <laughs> from the Epcot retired show Food Rocks uh, go up against another Chuck E. Cheese group, a Chuck E. Cheese side room group called the Beach Bowsers. Those, of course, were a bunch of dogs mm-hmm. who sang Beach Boys songs. They are redressed Beatles. They were at mm-hmm. some point the Beagles. Um, and then maybe in Kokomo Mania of 1988 that swept the nation uh, and th- which is the happy place yeah. that uh, Mike Love has lived in ever since the mm. one week where they went number one. <laughs> I might be wrong about that. It was no more than three weeks, but you still see the Beach Boys today. In 2022, if you go to see them, he's like, and then we went number one. <laughs> like that was so, that was longer ago now than their original hits were when, mm-hmm. it, when Kokomo came out. Anyways, Beach Boys versus Beach Boys. Um, this is exciting. I, I really yeah. love that we landed on on this. I yeah. love that this exists. I love that there were because that's one of those faint memories that until you start diving in on the internet, I'm like, I feel like I walked into a room and there were a bunch of animals playing Beach Boys songs, mm-hmm. and indeed there there was such a thing. It was the Beach yeah. Bowsers. Now, Food Rocks. I'm I'm sure most people have a fa- more affection for Kitchen Cabaret. Uh, I think it was a more expensive show. I think there was more care put in the design of it. Food Rocks, I think, cheaper show to make it a little more current. I think a sponsor. Not me. I, I don't like Kitchen Cabaret. You don't? Okay. No. I'm, no, I have more memories of Food Rocks. Mm-hmm. And I liked, like, I kind of knew a couple of the songs, so I liked the parodies. Yeah, like, yeah. So. It, it did reach out to us a little more yeah. kids of the early 90s by having music as yeah. late as 1966. No, that's not true. There was P- Peter Gabriel mm-hmm. and the Food yeah. Police. And well, mm-hmm. and Tone Loke in rapper. general. Yeah, Food yeah. Rapper reaches out to, to yeah. us. Yeah. Um, but so here you have, there's maybe an unfair stacking in terms of what they played because the Peach Boys was just one song. It was Good Nutrition, yeah. a parody mm-hmm. of Good Vibrations, um, as opposed to the Beach Bowsers set, which I think there were... a a number of songs mm-hmm. that they did. I, I I found ten on one show tape. I think at one point it was just uh, playing along to the tape, but then at some point they did custom covers mm-hmm. of Beach Boys songs, uh, which were mostly not amended except for adding barks sometimes <laughs> a little bit. Uh huh. Um. So, but you do cover more Beach Boys territory in the Beach Bowsers set. I don't know if that does anything. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm going to make a big sweeping generalization. I think both these bands are cute uh, yeah. in different ways. Uh, the dogs are all very cute, and then the different uh, fruit-based... They're all fruits, right? The oh, yes, yeah. Boys, well, to say yeah. their lineup, um, it's the, there's a, 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 their little bodies with big fruit heads, and it's a, a peach and an apple playing little guitars or ukuleles. There's a pear on the tambourine and then an orange on, on piano. Pretty yeah. cute. Yeah. And then the other ones, the Beach Bowsers, I don't think, are particularly 
clarified. There's one of them says their name at the beginning is is Woody Bowser. Mm-hmm. It's actually a good clip. I'll try to post it. Hey, it's Woody Bowser. He starts the show by saying, "Hey, cowabunga! It's Woody Bowser. We're about to go catch a wave on a beach." And I don't know what voice that. Yeah, I was going to well, say, is he parroting a Beach Boy? Yeah, I read as it, as time went on, they got more generic surfer dude than direct one to one. Yeah, yeah. Beach Boy. I don't associate. I don't feel like the Beach Boys would say cowabunga. Yeah, that's, that's extremely no. 90s. That's like meshing up '90s stuff with you know, huh. Beach yeah. Boy stuff. I think in terms of parody, the Peach Boys uh, kind of cleaner. Peach Boys to Beach Boys, you know, uh, good nutrition mm. instead of good vibrations. Yes, but the yeah. Beach Bowsers, I guess, putting on more of a show, you know. Well, yeah, they waggle around a lot. They're they're yeah. heavy on the waggling. Yeah, but what I mean in general, would you say you have? I don't want I don't want to use the word respect, but I will because I can't think of a better word. Do you have more respect for the parody artist or for the cover band? Do you know what mm. I'm saying? Like in general, do you have a feeling about that? Because cover bands, I think, generally, you kind of. Yeah, that's funny, or that you might have a good time running into one of those in Vegas or in another place. But parody, you know, it can be really funny, obviously. Parody bands can be good. So I'm trying to think initially, like... Well, obviously, we're, doc- we're laughing at good nutrition. We are, we are la- loving it. We yeah. every time. We're loving <laughs> the it. The funniest shit yeah. I've ever heard. I, I, thought, I did think it was funny as a kid. Uh, I, did I follow it? Did I follow good nutrition? No, absolutely not. <laughs> you had a- That was the era of, like, your ketchup's blue now. Your ketchup's green. Pretty cool. You had a 50-pack of American cheese that you brought with you in the park. Yeah, <laughs> thanks to my good friends at Kraft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's also the sponsors of the land where it's like, fre- you know, fruits and vegetables. That, and yeah, sure, kind of. Yeah. Do what does the food court sell? Oh, meat cooked over an open fire, of course. Healthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 50 cheese challenge. Yeah. 50 <laughs> cheese slice challenge. Um, uh, hmm. Hmm. I don't, so, actually don't think I went into this with a, with a leaning... Um, I guess I, you know, I, I prefer as with like white album and, and Abbey road. I like the more experimental stuff. I don't think any of these bands play my favorite beach boys music, which is the sweet spot of late sixties, early seventies, but I couldn't ask them to, they're not going to play anything off of Holland. I could no, scarcely no. expect yeah. that. Um, but I guess maybe I like that good nutrition, uh, nods to the the psychedelic, the experimental mm-hmm. era. That really, that's a piece from uh, from Smile that's in a theme park. That was a big popular hit song, but from uh, you know a, a, a piece of experimental pop art. So really, pretty subversive of Disney to do this, right? Mm-hmm. Clearly, yeah, thirty years later. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy, it's a real. Well, I, mean, I wanted, can't believe this is even allowed. They wanted to do God only knows what I do without fruit, but they're like, I uh, can't say God, can't say God. <laughs> yeah, too controversial. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> only at that that Christmas thing we do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that very thing. weird uh, Christmas Eve candlelight ceremony we do like sixty times a season. Yeah, yeah, and we're like, I feel like some of these, some of the edgier celebrities will will come in. I, don't know if, I feel <laughs> yeah. like uh, what's his name, Jim Caviezel. I feel like is oh, maybe. But oh, am I making man. that up? Maybe I'm making up the Jim Caviezel. I think Caviezel has done it before. Whether he right, knows though. he had done it before is mm-hmm. up for debate. Yeah, yeah. this year do they've it. got the guy from Yellowstone who 
who would not get vaccinated. <laughs> they Mike, have to keep him away from the rest of the it. cast. I'm gotta find out who this is. Get to it. Cool actors are waiting. Cool actors. Get to it. Yeah. I don't uh, know. What are you? Are you guys leaning any? Hmm. I think I am leaning to one. Huh? Huh? And I'll think. I'll, I'll just decl- I'll declare. Yeah. Uh, I am going to go with the Peach Boys. Okay. And I love the Beach Bowsers. I think they're cool. I think they're cute. But I think part of this is going to be, you know, not every one of these bands or these artists have a full discography that's available or that's even been heard by humans. I have to give a little bit of credit to what the the piece that we've heard suggests about a larger catalog, maybe. What it, <laughs> what it would suggest about other works. So I would say the Peach Boys... Good nutrition's interesting. I, I I feel like I think they're more interesting and fascinating of an artist because of what they're doing with the music. And I like the Beach Boys, but we still, as Scott is saying, we have the Beach Boys still out there rocking mm-hmm. to this day, playing pretty much the same set that the Beach right. Bowsers do. Possibly worse than the Beach Bowsers. <laughs> you might be worse. better off seeing the Beach <laughs> Bowsers in whatever state they're in in the year 2022. Yeah. I mean, one of these groups needs to have a, a Stamos stand-in, a weirdly oh, yeah. much younger <laughs> robot, really sweaty, really showing you that he plays the drums. Not just playing them, but like uh-huh. putting those drumsticks way up. Do you see everyone? I'm playing drums right now. Look at me. I am playing. Uh, <laughs> yes. So I, I have to give it to the Peach Boys just for that. Um, that alone. Okay. Jason, thoughts? Mm, yeah, I mean, I think that was a lot of my arguments too. You mm. know, I think the the Peach Boys a little more uh, unique and their sculpt, uh, a pretty short and sweet kind of got in, got in and out. Yeah. Uh, the Beach Bowsers, I mean, I love dogs. I love giant animatronic dogs, certainly. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, it is, like we said in the previous round, session guys playing the Beach Boys. Or in one case, I I feel like I saw a clip where I'm like, did they just rip? Are they just playing an album? Are they playing the album cut? Are they allowed? No, yeah, sometimes it's just yeah. the old take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's just copyright skirting. So but you know you're getting originality with the Peach Boys, even though it's just the one song. <laughs> yeah, so I think I'm going in with the Peach Boys as well. I'm I'm comfortable with a full sweep of the Peach Boys, mm. um, <laughs> and I like that. You know, I think you got to give it up for the Disney craftsmanship too yeah yeah because we're gonna see a lot of chuck e cheese in here ultimately right and uh so i I like that disney is is represented but i was gonna say early on i think one thing that's exciting about this uh, this tournament Mm. is that as opposed to the first not really applicable with the the fake theme parks but uh the first one fake rocks was disney with cars land fake smell was universal with et right I, i think this is a good chance to uh for maybe an outside entity to take it oh yeah maybe um, so we'll see. The next round will be um, Chuck E. Cheese versus Disney. So that's oh, that's yes. exciting. But for now, we move on. Uh, well, let me say this before we get into this round. And I, I don't. I'm sorry to drag this out a little bit, but I think mm. this is the juncture where I have to inform you guys that we made a big mistake. Uh-oh. We have our list locked it. We figured out our list, right. but I realized a b- crucial error oh, no. that we made, and that is that in the remaining rounds, we did not find a place for the Knott's Timber Mountain 
log ride band right. that only plays at Halloween, right. a band called the Calico Coffin Creepers. Well, look, sometimes big teams don't make it into the sweet right. scene. Sure, know? but I wanted to I'll bring this up. But to me, oh, I wanna, think this. I think this belongs in. in. I think this, this belongs in the sixteen big time. I think there's. I think here's here's what I'm saying. Look at the list, and I know we try to reveal these as we go, but I think in this case could be an interesting call if you see a weak spot in there and you think that the calico coffin creepers belong as i do and you guys outvote me like all like on all the other ones but i think if one of you thinks that they should go in along with me i think that they need to go in i believe they should go in yeah Uh, i believe they go in i see two weak spots Mm. one of which i think is in this, due to a technicality. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh, okay. The other is in this very next round. Yeah. Uh, um, are we think, well, I do, you, think see, do you see a weak spot, Mike? Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Um, I think so. Can you point it to me? Point. Well, do we all, or do we all just declare, because this is a discussion in and of itself, are we seeing the same weak spot? Oh, Let's maybe. just say the weak spot. What do we think? Uh, one, two, three. Rocky Kitchen and Bullwinkle. Crackpots. Oh, oh, not you, Mike. Oh, I was, I was gonna say no. I'll say, oh. I'll save it. I don't. Oh wanna. boy. Okay. I, uh, those so are you would more. say put them in this very round that we're about to do. Very round. Interesting. What, yeah, uh, I think I think Jason. I think I, I I agree with Jason. I'm not so far off. I would. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, not so far off. I'm comfortable. I think with that. that's an easy. I think Jason's right. I really uh, thought we were looking at the same. We I'm now you are going to have to Mike declare what where you were going to put them later. Okay, I will. I'll declare later. Um, so we're saying officially that uh, in a further diss of Kitchen Cabaret, that uh, the Kitchen Crackpots are out. I think they're going to get smoked by the competitor in this round. I think so. To begin with. Yeah. Uh, oh, so we're not setting up the Calico Coffin Creepers for success. No, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I think it's just a matter of like what what 14 seed is going in here. You know? Yeah, yeah, what? yeah, sure. But I, th- it- I like this a lot. I like the Calico Coffin Creepers much more. So much I have to say the full name every time. I like this a lot more than this Kitchen Cabaret thing. They, you know... They're a bunch of jars who play other jars. There's no way it was going to go any further than that. I, so, mean, I think yeah. the interesting thing about the Kitchen Crackpots is that the mayonnaise jar, the drummer, is kind of the front and center. It's kind of the front man. And how <laughs> often do you see that? Yeah. Sort of in the way that Munch is like, this is Munch's band, the mm-hmm. keyboardist's band, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that mayonnaise jar is a real mm-hmm. Phil Jan, Collins. So. Jan Wenner has not put a mayonnaise jar in his Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, there's a lot of musicians in there who are the musical equivalent of mayonnaise jars <laughs> that's fair yeah <laughs> um, so uh, so that brings round, us to yeah the calico coffin creepers versus who wants to the five it? bear rugs the five bear rugs are back we are back in a little a little taste of country bear jamber week um so and and the way we're representing and it's you know we could have had a solo act from the jamboree but we've gone with the, with yeah. the big band um, kind of who, the heart and soul of the show, kind I'd of the so. the base of the show, right? The base of the show. But I, yeah, I will also say, yeah, we didn't go with the solo acts, so keep that in mind because mm-hmm. some of the big stuff you think of, Big Al, uh, you know, um, um, Trixie, you know, we're not including them really. This is the backing band 
for the show. The I house think. band. The kind house of, band yeah. for the show. Yeah. So I'm, it's not the full Country Bear show when you're thinking about this. That's what I just want to put out there. Yeah, yeah. And we also didn't end up with Gomer, who I have a big admiration for. I think is a really strong laying it down. Right. So take yeah. away, yeah, we're going to take away Gomer, take away Trixie, take away um, Swingin' Teddy Barra. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And think of just those bear rugs. Zeke and Zeb and Ted and Fred and there's bear old named Tennessee. Tennessee. Of yeah. Um, and instrument wise, we've got uh, Zeke on banjo, Zeb on fiddle, Ted on jug, Fred on mouth harp, and Tennessee on a bass with one string. Elsewhere, um, and let me just show you guys a, a photo. To re- you know, why don't we get a little little taste of the Calico Coffin Creepers as well? Yes. Uh, you know, they got to escape the ride. When they couldn't operate the ride in 2020, they did like a taste of Halloween festival. So they were the band was outside of the ride, and you could actually sit and watch them for a while and discover that only two of them <laughs> moved mm-hmm. in any way. Uh, but here's here's some of them. Cool drum. They got a cool, like, kind of, yeah, like, scribbled oh, on Oh, yeah, drum. there's a gray. There's a gray there's alien. There's a gray alien within, with overalls on. There's here's a... The, here's the wide shot. Um, there's a, a a wolf man on banjo who sways slightly. Mm-hmm. Uh, alien sitting on a barrel. Uh, there is a uh, like Sasquatch. A, yeah, Bigfoot. Doing kind of nothing, guy. just kind of being there. He's kind of like that guy that danced on stage at the Mighty Mighty Boston yeah, show. I was going to say he's all guy. about vibes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you got a, a very Nosferatu-like vampire on a washboard, and then a, a drummer who's a Spider-Man. Not, not, not Spider-Man, Spider-Man, but he is, he's a Spider-Man. Um, so that's the Calico Coffin Creepers. Again, only two of them move, so you got to, I guess, withhold some points there. Yeah. Uh, that's that's too bad. But I'm also, you know, you don't expect a lot for, from Knots and from a Knots seasonal overlay. You know they don't have a ton of money for that. So right. I'm impressed two of them move. Uh, yeah, no, that is impressive. Um, and I will say, you know, we've talked about this before, the Halloween overlay of this Timber Mountain log ride. As you're kind of barreling down, because that thing moves fast. That ride moves pretty fast for a log ride that's in yeah. water. As you're barreling down the end of that thing, you you zoom by this band. Yeah. And they make such an impact on you as you're going. Like, if you're like us and like this type of thing, because I think we noted all, we were like, what was that band back there? Who were those guys? Like, yeah. we made a yeah. whole show of it. The song they're playing at the end of there is a very, like, uh, upbeat kind of country little thing that's going on. And I, I think I asked, I've asked multiple people at Knott's, like, do you have a soundtrack CD for the music of some of this? And they're like, no, we don't have any of that. We don't have. I, I think like, it's made by the Knott's band and former Disneyland band, correct? Billy Hill and the Hillbillies. So well, it's like theme park native musicians. Crazy Kirk now. Okay. Formerly yeah. Billy Hill now. Oh, I see. Kirk. Okay, okay. Yeah. Is that how recent the band is? Because they were fired not, what, five years ago from Disney or something? Something like, okay. well, because they used to play back where uh, in the the barn area or the animal petting zoo area there was a stage back there and that's now galaxy's edge is right on top of that right yes i think this is correct because i don't think they've been running this thing for you know they only opened up that log right, ride, right you know in the in 2015 or so um so recent now that's this gets a recent group of that's animatronics in there um I, and you know, I like the diversity. I like that there's an alien. The alien is the funniest thing, and it's, I like that they don't all fit together. They aren't all part of one horror genre or, or type of movie or something. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, for sure. Um, and it's I'm trying. That's where the bear says trick or treat, which he's not in the band, so we can't unfortunately can't add that, that to yeah. it. Yeah, but that would tip it over all the way. I that think. might tip it over all the way because now you're adding a bear to it. But um, it's hard to take it away because it's such a big part of that one moment on the ride. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a fan at least. Yeah, he's part of the yeah. culture. Of um, the correct part of the. And it's you know what it's using like kind of a common theme park trope of like. Uh, like a haunted house with just a bunch of crazy stuff in it. And it's like, well, this is a disparate collection of characters and guys, and we've made them be an upbeat, like, jaunty country bit. Like, it's fun, you yeah. know? The yeah. music kind of, is fun. The yeah. music is really fun. That said, <laughs> they're up against the five bear rugs. Right. Now, the yeah. five bear rugs, one of the big, I mean, the couple big moments they have is the start of the country bears, or just a regular show, is the big band the big band what is it bear serenade mm-hmm. um which is fun uh they do at the end they play like everybody plays everyone at the plays end. they've um, also got a vibes guy they've got the little the little bear with the little mm, teddy bear that looks like he doesn't want to be there he's upset <laughs> well he's a nervous little good boy he's yeah. just like us yeah <laughs> right so he's our entrance into but, the jamboree no, if, we <laughs> if we were a little on stage with a bunch of bears playing instruments we would be ecstatic <laughs> <laughs> finally yeah. our dream yes yeah <laughs> Uh, so it's tough. Obviously, I'm a huge country bear fan, but those bears without the other bears, obviously, oh, you think that hurts it. I think it hurts it a lot. Mm. They're great players. All of them are great players. Do we mess this the up? Should we pick a solo act? Look, we probably made a lot of mistakes here today <laughs> as far as what we should have done. Well, we have to start. Look, we, we are works in progress. Yeah. And we own our mistakes. We That's are just true. as the Lord made us. You know, we're always saying that. That's our regular catchphrase. That's we right. Say, when we do our postmortems of the episodes and we all admit everything that we did wrong every yeah. time, yeah. we put our hands over each other's shoulders and say, yeah. it's okay. You're, you're perfect. You're messy, but that's perfect. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of love in, this, oh my in the gosh. postmortems. Yeah. I wish you could. We should, you should record them. Yeah, we're too. I don't. I'm, I'm. I don't feel vulnerable enough to show the audience. That. I'm not. No, I'm we not, learned it from our mentor Andre Gregory. You know, it's one of the exercises he did in yeah in the forest. You know, <laughs> yeah. Jason's right. He's our mentor. Um, so I'm truly struggling with this because I, I'm trying to make sure, like when when I zip past this band during Halloween, I get so excited, and I'm not hyping this up for no reason but i do get legit excited to see this band every time yeah right? me too <laughs> isn't you we almost zipped right by him and putting him in there how did we not i don't know it's cr- again well, we, glad I we got a lot going on folks a lot yeah. going on uh so it's hard for me here and i'm trying to search my feelings to make sure i'm not trying to just do this for shock value but i kind of feel like i want to give it to the calico coffin critters <laughs> And it's not against the bear. I'm not. I love the bears. Look, the bears got a those, lot of shine in December. We gave them a whole week. Right, but I, I'm trying not to do. I'm not trying to not to do it just to be interesting. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that if it comes down to those those specific bears from the show and these characters, I do. If they're two rock concerts. Uh, Those five bears and these calico coffin creepers, whatever the hell they're called, which one do you kind of just on image alone? Because I think musically they're similar. Musically, I think they both have similar skills. I think they have plays similar genres. Mm-hmm. Jaunty country music. They're well which paired. Is really this nice. worked out very well. It really did. It did. Yeah. So, and and this could be our first upset. You know. 
So I, Scott, what do you I'm think? Feeling, I don't want to. I don't want to be the decider I, here. I, uh, I, I do want to be the decider, and I'm deciding Calico Coffin Creek wow. Birds are in. Yeah. Uh, you, Look, what, they folks, got, folks I, when you see this picture, though. Yeah, you'll get it. I do. Th- Look, I, it's making me so happy. And, I, I, and you know what? I love that they don't have to be like expensive animatronics. That this no, is like right. haunted house yeah. level. Uh, and I, yeah, maybe I am letting personal bias leak in. I can admit this. Maybe I got a little tired of the country bears. I think I'm ready to. I think they did get their moment on this show. Yeah, and the Calico Coffin Creepers I, haven't. I truly, I think that if you're, yeah, I was trying to take away. I'm not trying to be shocking here. I'm not trying to be some shock comic uh, by doing this. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm saying that if you're taking them out, I think they both are comparable players. I think they are good players. They're both good bands. Well, it's like uh, St. Peter's in the actual NCAA tournament this yeah. year. A smaller school. Made it, won their first the two games, knocked yeah. out. Yeah, the underdogs, right? Uh, knocked out as they got further along, but people were shocked at how how far they went. Yeah, <laughs> I, you're right. This is an emotional story. This is, I'm really happy about this. this. And, yeah. they, and they have a, a Spider Man. This picture is <laughs> making me so happy. I all right, Calico, all right. Wow, Calico. This now this we do understand the seeds thing. Exciting. That's like a one or a two or a three. I yeah. think yeah. no guarantee they go all the way. There's no, still a lot. Certainly not. But a I, lot boy, I'm, I'm rooting for. I mean, strong gay. They're already in the the history books. Um, and Jason, do you want to do the honor on on the next one? Uh, this is maybe my most anticipated matchup: uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> of you know Rocky and Bullwinkle mm-hmm. versus right. the four little shavers. <laughs> yeah, um, these are. This is maybe the the matchup where they're like around the least. Though there's multiples of all of them, but Rocky and Bullwinkle are from Bullwinkle's restaurant, which is something we really need to hit right. topic wise. But these were around and maybe still are a tiny bit. I don't know if the animatronics are, but this was like. You know, they were at, uh, it was a Chuck E. Cheese-like brand, and they're, uh, I think, usually at, like, pitch and putt kind of player, right. like, mini golf kind of places. Um, and then Four Little Shavers were a Chuck E. Cheese side act. Yes. I think there were only three of them ever in the country. I could be wrong. Well, they were at a place called the Ice Cream Emporium, <laughs> which was an ice cream spinoff to Chuck E. Cheese. Of Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, and Wild. their names, of course, I say this every time, Nolan... O'Nolan, Curly, and McNolan, uh-huh. <laughs> named after <laughs> Nolan, uh, Nolan Bushnell, Bushnell? Yeah. yeah, founder of, of Atari and, and yeah. Pizza Time Theater. Mm-hmm. And there are restored, there's a full restored Four Little Shavers at the Volo Auto Museum <laughs> in yeah. Illinois. Yes. Are there multiple on on this list of the things you can see at the Volo Auto Museum? I think I maybe think there's another so, one yeah. might be there too, but yeah. it's definitely this. I think there were only three four little shavers ever installed. And if we haven't right. said that's a barbershop quartet. Barbershop quartet. Barbershop quartet. One of them's in a barber chair. The rest are dressed like old timey barbers. It was one of a little like shaver uh piece like I uh, think so. blade. Yeah. 
There um, was uh, this real. There was a guy who I did an improv. I've said maybe said this before. An older gentleman uh, who was an older in an improv class, and he was a barber, and he was taking improv classes because he wanted to do a show where he would cut someone's hair on stage with his barber friends and sing songs. And someone said, "Hey, man, have you ever done anything on stage?" And he said, "No." And I, he said, "Okay, well, I'll do a, an improv class." <laughs> and he said, "It's a great idea. Everyone loves it." <laughs> what? I don't know if he ever did it. <laughs> He was a mm. very old fellow. <laughs> Bizarre way in. Uh-huh. Huh. So, um, Little Shavers-esque. Little Shavers. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're getting all deep here. This is, by the way, this entire area I was saying is like Americana or country when the kitchen crackpots were in it. You know, that's there's a lot of country with country bears, but then kitchen crackpots were like, I don't know, 40s bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad they're out. <laughs> but uh, but this is kind of Rocky and Bullwinkle are, are sort of more in the the country bluegrass zone, mm-hmm. I think. I yeah. think you got a you got a banjo in there. The Bullwinkle plays. And you got Rocky on kind of a carved up uh, little base. What is he? Uh, maybe I don't know offhand. Yeah, yeah I, I wrote it down. A picture again. Um, I'd or a, a fiddle. I'd say a fiddle. Yes, yeah. that's a go-to use of animatronic based instruments. There's a lot mm-hmm. of fiddles around. Sure. Um, so this would be a show, and they were musically the core of it, but then. Up above them were the, uh, like on the arch, on the proscenium arch, there were carved Boris and Natasha who were in like a little totem pole situation. And they would interject in a Statler and Waldorf kind of way. And then the side stages were Dudley Do-Right and Underdog. And I'm unclear on if they sang yeah. or were just kind of part of the, or, or told jokes the, or whatever it is. Like Ch- Chuck E. Cheese stuff and like pizza time theater, like all like surprisingly like archi- well archived, like, mm-hmm. There are full shows in every version of it that you can find, but like a lot of this stuff, like Bullwinkles, like it's a it's a tough to figure out exactly what is what. Yeah, there's some video. Yeah, yeah of there's course. I'm video. just saying it's not like you can find everything that had ever no, no. happened at one of these and, places. And certainly harder to f- find like set lists and stage. There are no Bullwinkles set lists. I mean, yeah, set well, everyone <laughs> took them. Everyone took them at the end of the show. It hopped up on stage. Setlist.fm does and, not and have it. Um, Mike, yeah. do you have that four little shavers clip I sent you? Jason sent me one I clip. I sent you one. This is the <laughs> only clip, clip I really pulled because I got so excited. About. Well, that's. I should also say there was a moment where I was like, well, you know, kind of everybody in this is a musician and they don't technically play instruments, so should they not be? And I sensed like, oh, I asked a wrong, I asked a bad question well, no, by bringing no, that up. I just want I had a lot. I had a lot of poor little shavers. Oh, this is, yeah, this is a place of love. You're yeah, you're smiling a, a wide love. smile. I'm always for excited shavers. when they come up on the show. But Barbara, Jason's rock and roll is barbershop quartet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he thinks when he thinks of rock. So I'll play a clip here of them. <laughs> Fit as fiddle and ready for love. I could jump over the moon of above. Fit as a fiddle and ready for love. Yeah, this is, somehow I knew that like this was gonna be big for you when I came across the song title "Fit as a Fiddle." Like we got a Jason classic yeah. on our hands. Fit as a fiddle from 1932, written by Arthur Freed. He's uh, mm. by Al Hoffman and Al Goodhart. I learned this song <laughs> at a very young age because Gene Kelly 
<laughs> Gene Kelly and Donald O'Connor sing this song oh. in a flashback scene in Singing in the Rain right, right. when they're showing that they like did stage music. And that's why it would be easy for him, a silent film performer, to transition to talkies. Oh my God. There's a, just, a stage. just vote for the goddamn shavers. <laughs> I mean, so I was very excited. Just say you're there the shavers the in my fucking wheelhouse all yeah. day long. Yeah. They also sing a song called Toot Toot Tootsie. Well, yeah, so did uh, Old Yellow Eyes. I believe Brent oh, Spiner I'm also sure. does Old Tootsie I think. It really makes me that we were watching the Oscars over here the other night, and we're still recovering. We're trying to move on. But it just struck me. I was like, in pair, I'd looked up Fit as a Fiddle earlier in the day, and then and then Jane, your girlfriend, was here, and that she she was especially excited. The most excited she was in the Oscars was when Megan the Stallion showed up. And I was like, what? how does this work where... Megan the Stallion, big in the household, and fit as a fiddle, big in the household. <laughs> well, I like combined? a song from the '30s, and James likes current, like very, very popular, yeah, like, it's such charismatic a funny... modern performers. Yeah, darling, this Megan the Stallion song is all right, but have you heard Tootsie Goodbye? <laughs> Why, let me do a few bars for you, my dear. I she should I try. Did... Megan should sing a song or two about butterscotch. <laughs> I did. Uh, I was like. Like looking up the four little shavers uh, when I was over at Jane's and I yelled from the other room like honey they do fit as a fiddle oh Tootsie and then I just <laughs> look what I found I just like started singing the core and she's just like uh, okay yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah where did you get that straw hat <laughs> materialized it um, oh boy! Existence. Um, Why does the dog have arm garters on all of a sudden? <laughs> arm garters. Hello there. Uh, uh, you should so, bring them back. That's a signature look. I should. Well, yeah. you're gonna sing the old ones soon, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe that's in the content in contention you know, for so, it. So, but the other thing about Rocky Bull, I loved Rocky and Bullwinkle as a kid too. But these animatronics, these are probably the most guilty of the click-clack overwhelming the music. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said maybe bump them. I think this seems like a good brand, and I think we should talk, we should do an episode about it. But pure, maybe they're struggling because the, the videos aren't very good and are close yeah. to the click-clack. But, like, we don't have to drag all these out. I'm going for a little shavers yeah, as well. Yeah, little shavers. I'll say this, though. I found some of the coolest sounding music in one of these clips real quick. <laughs> Not that. This is Bullwinkles? Yeah, yeah. Rocky and Bullwinkle are playing this. This is sweet. Huh, yeah. So, I was going to be a little more torn. I hadn't decided, but you guys have, have destroyed poor Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah, yeah. Sick. Do you give them a vote? They're sick groups. Say... I'll vote for Rocky and Bullwinkle. Sure. Okay, okay, okay. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, um, did you? Was that a full sweep of Calico Coffin Curve, or are you sticking by... Five barrels, just for the people keeping no, the stats. No, I'll, I'll go with Calico. Wow, wow, that, that is a full well. sweep. Okay, well, okay, sweep. but otherwise, sweet. But in this, the Calico Coffin Creepers who go on to face the four little shavers mm-hmm. from Pizza Time Theater. Um, now we go solo for a little while, and another bit. Boy, we got a. Oh my god, this is an endless episode. Where are we even? Okay, let's just. This is what inspired this episode, by the way, is that there was an episode where I think we talked about what if there was a dueling piano bar between these uh, yeah. competitors. And that is Sunny Eclipse 
from mm-hmm. Tomorrowland, from Cosmic Rays in the Magic Kingdom and Disney World, uh, the Lounge Singing Alien versus Mac Tonight, the McDonald's spokesman who, if you don't know, was or still is at, at a couple McDonald's restaurants playing piano. There were NR animatronic Mac Tonight's that you could see in McDonald's mm-hmm. that have really stepped up their game. Right. Yes. Uh, and these are very similar. These are so, this is some of the most similar performers, I think, on this list. Yeah. Yeah. I would say. Um, yeah. Both like piano based, although in Sonny's case, it is the Astro organ. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the same. It's a similar vibe. It's a similar kind of bluesy vibe. We, get, we got lounge. At. That's really what this whole yeah. the next the next one is too. We're in the lounge right. territory. Uh, I guess an easy, kind of funny that there's so many animatronics in that zone because like this is a far gone. You know when you go out to a bar and well, that part's gone. We don't do mm. that as much anymore. But like, and then there's like a lounge yeah. singer like playing. To taking requests, and this is not the most common thing in the world now, but when they were making these robots. Yeah, so. and uh, uh, the Dresden's f- a famous duo. One of them passed away recently. Oh, uh, yeah, Marty, that's right. right? Marty, Marty, Marty and Elaine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, like, they're some of the last classic lounge singers yeah. uh, around. So, yeah, this is, a, this is another bygone era mm-hmm. uh, situation. Like barbershop. Um, well, what, how to, how to begin? I, I think, I think I didn't know what really the Mac Tonight show consisted of. Hmm. Um, I saw an animatronic Mac Tonight. It was one of the big reasons for me to go to something called the world's largest McDonald's, hmm. which is in the Orlando area, which is still a crazy spectacle, but it's not like the 700 aesthetics at once that it was in yeah. 2010 when I went. Um, and unfortunately, he was not working. It was like a reason <laughs> to do the trip. And it inspired a Disney World trip and then got there and it was not working. So points against it right away. But you can still see it there. And then there's, there's I think this is gone, but there's a place called the Solid Gold McDonald's in um, uh, Wisconsin, mm. Greenville, Wisconsin, I believe. Um, which is just weird. And maybe... God, I don't know the full where the Mac Tonight animatronics were, but those are two that I I know about. Um, and I was like, "What is the show exactly?" And I was a little disappointed to find it's a lot of singing over pre-records. It is yeah. like um, I want to say Chuck Berry's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I found one with "Born to Be Wild." That's not right. <laughs> mm, this is not, not a right. correct yeah. choice for a piano. There's not a piano in that song. Right. Yeah. So disappointing a little from the get-go. Yeah, I you know, I I I found in some of the solo rounds and in with Rocky and Bullwinkle too, uh I was I was docking some points cuz I'm like, is this your main gig, man? Like th- <laughs> ah. this isn't Mac tonight's main gig, you know? It's little movies, pitch <sighs> yeah. man, like that's his The main ads gig. are the yes, yeah. the 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 80s McDonald's ads and just his existence on merchandise and as a a crazy reference to bring up in a weird yeah. <laughs> retro future vibe. I mean, I love Mac tonight, but is this really the, yeah. the way that he shines? Sunny Eclipse, exclusive engagement at Cosmic Rays. Also, the last time I was there a few 
months ago, uh, frozen, <laughs> frozen in rigor mortis on oh, the stage. No, no. So not working, similar to your Mac JPEG. tonight experience. Oh, too bad. I believe is up and working more recently. Um, okay, good, good. Okay, but uh, yeah, original songs. You know, he's there's original songs in the commercials, but do we even count that because it's not in the robot show? Yeah, he does perform. Mac the knife, which was his main thing, but I don't right. think with the customized lyrics about head for golden lights, <laughs> dinner at McDonald's. So I and I I could be wrong, but if that original song was not in the show, then there's not a lot I can I can say in the favor of it's this. Tough, yeah. Let me say this though that it was, this wasn't at all locations, but I found one video. Um, of course, Sunny Eclipse has invisible backup singers right. who are the space angels um and i thought well that's big points that there are backup singers but in one case mac tonight did have backup singers and those are the rockin chickens oh yeah right, they all right. poke out of windows of like a little fake that's good building, and they all do shout together which has the call and response to it yeah that's good yeah um, i like the rockin chickens look look wise and vibe wise i'll say this um uh mac tonight he will haunt my dreams for the rest of my life. There yeah. is something so striking about him, maybe more so than anyone else on this list, that I will never forget this. In the same way that like, I'm haunted by Joe Camel. Mm-hmm. It's a similar era. It's a similar type of Spokes character. They're both cool. That are both cool guys. <laughs> you want to be like both of yeah. them. Both big smokers, I think, for sure. <laughs> we should do a Joe Camel episode. Oh, yeah, you're right. We probably oh, should do that. Joe Camel. Joe Camel. Behind the paywall yeah, with the Surgeon yeah, yeah. General's Box, warning. You know? We will not, yeah. yeah we got to do Joe Camel. If he was ever an animatronic anywhere for any reason. Oh, man. When you take like a tour of the Marlboro factory. <laughs> yeah, maybe. He actually does smoke. No, uh, Camel. They, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus. That was just at the time, the big um, promotions yeah, were yeah, like yeah. a cool the, mascot and then the Marlboro bucks. Man yeah, that you could get points. Yeah. Uh, camel cigarettes. Yeah, we'll do we'll do a Camel cigarettes episode. <laughs> we'll do some cigarettes soon. episode. <laughs> Coming soon. Uh, uh, but I will give Mac tonight points for that because that is just such a striking image of a character in a yeah. way like top my top 20 most striking characters in my brain it's such a thing from our childhood specific because i think he happened in like 87 88 yeah and it did just like yeah really tear through the fabric right. of my world and life right. at that age like i will never forget this face yeah so so he does he does does deserve points for that um yeah but i think you know, our our love of Sunny Eclipse is pretty clear. A whole episode yeah. about him with Jenny Nicholson on the second gate. It's a really fun show, and if you go to Disney World, you have that's a thing you have to like. Oh, here's an obscure corner you can take people to. And he um, looks great too. He looks cool. His set, the the restaurant doesn't look cool that he's in, but his little area looks cool. He, yeah, it's just a good concept art you can find online. He of, looks cool of him too. Um, and the songs are much better yeah original yeah, yeah. songs Some of them, for, though i looked it up again loves the center of the universe uh-huh. it's a moving song very to moving. me uh all right well i think unfortunately but i like look i still like the idea of pairing them up in some way yeah, yeah. this could happen well um, mac needs more love now for mcdonald a lot of the szechuan sauce is coming back yet again 
everything retro happened. Like there McDonald's probably is, is the in. right way to bring back. Yes, right. That would be exciting. They they need to reclaim him. Some like darker parts of the internet tried to claim him. This is ten years ago, eight ten years ago yeah. or so. That's I think the thing it's already I hate. been memory hold. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. Like, because so, you can't bring them up now without people saying, well, do you know that it's I, a right way? I, well, no, no, it's not. I didn't even we, remember Mac tonight it. is ours, damn it. Yeah, I didn't even remember it. I think the, the Scott, I sent, <laughs> I sent you a Mac tonight beach towel. Oh, yeah, 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 that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Thank you for I that. think lots of people are already starting to reclaim them. So I think it's yeah. time for McDonald's. They've been pretty lackluster in their... Honestly, they're they're trying to roll out like a, their version of Beyond Burger and Possible Burger soon. Mm-hmm. Seems like the perfect time for Mac tonight to come back. <laughs> I, I Why is that? Yeah, I was gonna say what's the what's the because they, well they haven't had a big new food item in a while. Mm. Um, they're they're getting hampered down by the rising cost of meat, like everywhere is. And I think we could all use the morale boost of seeing our friend Mac again. You know, <laughs> and also like let's let's scare. Let's scare Scott. I don't mean to, you know, put your child on the spot. But like, <laughs> let's get them. Let's get them some impressions in their minds as they develop objects. Yeah, yeah. I would like him know? to be as, as scarred by Mac tonight. Why not? It happened. It happened to me. It should happen to you. That's right. Uh, it's the right time for Beyond Meat. <laughs> At McDonald's. Uh, well, Sunny Eclipse advances. No disrespect, Mac, but I think you're right. Let's re- we'll do give him further respect for his real job as a TV pitchman. Yeah. Um, and we move on in the lounge area. Uh, uh, feel free, Jason, to take this next train. Well, I'm, I'm concerned. Maybe I don't have the right names, but this is Sally. Sally, the singing animatronic. Uh, lounge singer from Sally Dark Rides. He's the namesake of Sally Dark Rides, yes. Versus Dolly Dimples. <laughs> Dolly Dimples, who's a Chuck E. Cheese side character yeah. as well. Sally, mm-hmm. we came across in our episode about Sally Dark Rides. That was a second gate, right? That, that's yes. Which I recommend. I, we found some very bizarre off-the-beaten-path rides. Uh, they make some of the strangest animatronics outside of Disney and Universal, or, although sometimes for, for Universal, um, including, and this that was your find, I think, Mike, mm-hmm. was this weird a video advertising that you could in your it seems like especially hotel bars is what they're yeah, aiming for I have it, I have it. oh yes please yeah yeah she's talented good looking and an entertainer par excellence meet Sally our piano playing lady Sally's realistic good looks love <laughs> And they keep mentioning how attractive the robot is in this ad. <laughs> it's a really strange video. It's not the last time. This is 1984, so it's not all that surprising to see a robot singing and playing the Anyway, some other guy like goes, oh, and she's attractive, too, at the end of this. Like, that was a big Very selling attractive. point for the robot. She's well, always sober, doesn't take breaks, yeah. <laughs> and even comes with a warranty. Yeah, she's the perfect employee. <laughs> Ew. Which, which is also funny, because, like, that's how we think of... Uh, you know, that's how we think of women in America. They got to be attractive. And then the other thing is like, this is the contempt these people have for employees. Like, well, they're not, they're always drunk <laughs> and they always want to break from their work. <laughs> you know, musicians. You know, yeah. What, what, illicit substances they get going in their automobiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, Sally, like imagine a mannequin, like a, a, a mannequin from a department store playing the piano 
Yes. With it's exactly like this. And later on, uh, DJ, there yes. was a second Eventually iteration DJ. of her. Eventually, do you, but can't count that. Can't count this, that. that. Yeah. This yeah. Round. Uh, yeah. Dolly Dimples, the the one, the Chuck E. Cheese show specifically, I kept coming across as specifically for adults, mm-hmm. and uh, for a number of reasons. One, she would kind of flirt with the people close to the stage. She also has uh, some references to like her many husbands. <laughs> Yeah, that was the other relationship I was alluding to. She's like yeah. one of whom, like the Shavers, his name's Nolan. They nodded to to Nolan, who's Chuck E. Cheese's daddy, not Chris wow. Nolan, Christopher Nolan. No, 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 no. <laughs> Nolan Bushnell. <laughs> Christopher the, Nolan was not married to Dolly Dimples, and not Jonathan Nolan, and not the third Nolan. Don't no talk about the, the third talk one. Of the third Nolan. Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan, <laughs> baseball player. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so Dolly Dimples looks like a hippopotamus in a wig. <laughs> a uh, big clown wig. A big clown wig, uh, as Jamie Loftus said, a, this divorcee hippopotamus <laughs> on our Chuck E. Cheese episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it's it's very, she looks very funny. I really like the, the look she's got going here. Yeah. I'll say that. Yes, yeah. Uh, and yeah, her show's a little... Let's say it a little bodier, a little bodier. Yeah, these references and with the because which I was looking for proof of what that means, the bodiness, and I think it's mainly that she says that people are getting her hot and bothered. Yeah, which I guess is X-rated in, within theme park world, right. children's entertainment and this, world. This is one of those where this is all documented on YouTube. You can find the whole show. She yeah. does like she does some older songs. I feel like that uh, than Sally. Sally is doing like the the hits of the '60s or '70s. She does. Uh, Sally was doing uh, old fashioned love song by Three Dog Night, of course, <laughs> written by Paul Williams. Yeah, that's new compared to some of the songs Dolly Dimples does. She does Summertime. She does Frankie and Johnny. George Gershwin. Yeah. Uh, so goodbye. Yeah. Well. <laughs> How many of the acts on this <laughs> list? She does Hello Dolly from yes. Hello Dolly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's cute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is wash I wash that man right out of my hair. <laughs> yeah. The vibe. This is just, I don't have actually this. It's, I just want to give everybody a, a vibe. Bet your bottom dolly, you lose your blues in Chicago. Chicago. The folks who visit all want to settle down. A little uh, Chicago there. Yeah. I assume... The blues, you should have, bro- the blues you should have done that at our Chicago show. You should have started the show saying Chicago, another Chicago, Chicago show. Okay. Well, in, next Chicago show, we're coming out as the Blues Brothers. Let's be honest. We could never be the blues, bro. We're just a bunch of uh, comedians. We couldn't be oh, yeah. authentic blues musicians. You're right. Like the Blues Brothers. The t- <laughs> You're going to be the, oh, the wow. professional dancer to do. We're going to have to work hard <laughs> to get ready for that. What, what, who would be of all th- of the... I consider now the Blues Brothers the three. Goodman, Aykroyd, and Belushi. Jim Belushi. <laughs> Which one would each of us be? Well, I don't look. I don't. Why aren't you counting your Aykroyd because you're tall? I could. I can swing it, but Jason's the kid. Oh yeah, the kid. Oh. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason's the kid in Blues Brothers. He's 2000. the twelve year old. Okay, we got it down. Uh, so yeah, Dolly Dimples more personality from what I understand than Sally. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sally plays through. I think she has a little banter, but there's not a lot of documentation uh, online about it. But 
it feels like Dolly Dimples is is programmed for you to sit down. It, it's so strange. We talked about this before. Like there used to be multiple rooms in these Chuck E. Cheese places, yeah. and you just go in a separate room with Dolly Dimples. Like you could be in there alone with her. Yeah, yeah, uh, and like just enjoy your pizza and drinks. This is how I think, you know, the Chuck E. Cheese stuff maybe shines because it's more aggressively documented, as you've said, Mike, even to this level of detail that apparently the first time there was ever a Dolly Dimples room that they made up a, because of the hot and bothered and all that, they took us, they put up a sign. They made up a sign that says, especially for mom and dad. They uh-huh. didn't want to say only for mom and dad, but especially. And then ultimately they decided to not install the sign. And I'm reading this like, how am I reading this? This is the inner workings of, I wouldn't be reading like an oral history about Leslie's pool supplies. Yeah, yeah. How is this level of detail made it to me and therefore you, the audience? But now it has. Um, So it's, you know, do we have to dock Dolly points for uh, being so uh, NC-17? You know, I don't don't think so. I, I think they're... Mom and Dad need a show too while they're drinking like a giant pour of White Zinfandel out of those red plastic cups every pizza place had back yeah. in the day. Yeah, look, there's I've seen like a couple times now. There's uh, I, oh, you know what? Uh, the Rainforest Cafe in Woodfield Mall was replaced by a Peppa Pig's Playland kind of a thing. Whoa! And I've seen this before. I think there are multiple Peppa Pig. I don't know how. I don't know what there's animatronic situation. I haven't looked into it. But if like you brought your kid to Peppa Pig and there was like a Dolly Dimples room, so a parents could they could unwind, they could have a drink, and they could hear one of their favorite songs, Toot Toot Tootsie Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be great. And get out of so, the eyesight of their child. Yeah, right. A great right. thing yeah. to do in a place exactly, like that. Exactly, exactly. I mean, who who would have thought like in the era when like even motels, the signs would say like color TV bar lounge nightly entertainment like mm. who would have thought dolly dimples would want to be one of the last regular lounge singers outside of like las vegas <laughs> yeah. so there's dollies around i think i can't i don't know if in volo this museum but there's for sure dollies around people have kept them up there's, there's a guy who has one in his living room oh it's wow. like a restored one that he programs and posts videos mm. of. i don't want to get a lucky guy <laughs> yeah. yeah boy live with dolly i don't want to get sympathy here but let me say this i saw a sally for sale um, oh and uh this is on worth point which has come up a bunch for this kind of nonsense uh it's being sold on worth point sally has been playing piano for many years at wax world of the stars in wisconsin dells oh yeah oh. that museum we'll is now there. closed and sally is looking for a new home not only can she play piano she sings as well lips move and song sing can't blah 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 uh but she is tired. She has a few missing fingers no. and is in need of some refurbishing. But that's all right. <laughs> this is what this copy says. Yeah, it is, it all, is right. all right. It is it's all not right. her fault. Yeah. Sally works hard. She doesn't get breaks. She yeah. doesn't get a, a, a drink. Um, so Sally's in rough shape. She could maybe use this. But, yeah. but, but yeah, I think we're all feeling. I think yeah, I gotta yeah, go. With we got dolly. a dolly dimple. All right, sorry, Sally. <laughs> Wishing you the best. Hope dolly. you got a great new owner who fixed you up right. But uh, Dolly Dimples moves on to take on Sunny Eclipse. Um, I'm not sure the order. Oh, I think I know the order I want to go here. I think I know the right way to to close it out. Uh, um, let's let's jump back to to bands um, and. Here we have so we're so we're in Disney territory now. This is kind of some chaos, some miscellany. Uh, we'll see how they fare against each other. Um, all right, we have here the Muppet Penguin Orchestra from Muppet Vision 3D versus the Seven Dwarves 
Mm-hmm. Why the Seven Dwarves? Because the Seven Dwarves are a band. You know the ride. Yeah. Think about the ride. Think about Enchanted Wish and even the Mine Train ride. Same scene. Yes. Yeah. They are celebrating with Snow White in a happy moment and we'll ride with some otherwise scary stuff. The Seven Dwarves are a band. They, yes. uh, the Seven Dwarves rock. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if I'd call what they're doing rock music. It's kind of like Swiss well, Alps stuff it's this they're playing the silly song scott <laughs> is that the name of it yeah and in this in the movie of course there's mo- longer and then they all like sing a little verse uh-huh or not all of them a couple of them. happy sings a verse you, you know what i'm saying i don't yeah. remember i know it's so much more from the ride i forget that there's lyrics yeah there's this. lyrics in there but we don't they don't sing it in the ride so it shouldn't count mm-hmm. so yeah um, but a lot of them, all right, look, you got a fiddle in there, you got a big uh, bass, you got an accordion, um, and you got, if we're talking cool gear, like, I think the only thing getting close maybe to the, the munch slash fats piano setup is this ornate wooden piano or organ, whatever you want to call it, where the pipes, I guess it's an organ because of the pipes, because it's a bunch of carved animals yeah. that all make the noises from little little holes this is maybe the best instrument in the whole tournament could be yes this is the coolest looking instrument you gotta give them points for that yeah um and then they yeah they're all like grumpy is playing the accordion is that grumpy i believe Mm. it looks like grumpy to me wow uh and then doc is on a mandolin and then i think that's happy in the blue on the bass Mm mm-hmm um sleepy maybe playing fiddle yeah sleepy in the fiddle and then uh Sneezy and Dopey are just stacked on top of each other. Yeah. Now, they didn't go the full, because I watched the clip from the movie. Dopey in the movie is playing percussion. And okay. Dopey is awesome in really? the movie. He's oh. so good. Oh. And he's doing tricks. You remember, he like shoots his, like, the drumstick like flies through his clothes. Now, we can't count it. I'm just saying <laughs> that full he has context. his ability to play, and he's, they did not show him drumming in here. Yeah, because yeah. I think he could have taken out any other drummer maybe in this competition too. Wow. I think these I think these dwarves are low key like just fucking killer session musician kind of players. These what a, what a crazy thing. They go work in a mine all day and right. how do they unwind by just going to town? Yeah. They're really yeah. good musicians. It's like I would love to see like the 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 I don't it's not sad, but like if say this was a Chuck E. Cheese like people would have these dwarf shows in their garages and stuff and they would have like reprogrammed to play like a Lumineers song or something you know <laughs> hey ho music or mumford and son sure. like the uh, best music my the, favorite music the best yeah um uh i was going to suggest getting rid of this other act to replace with the calico critters oh <laughs> oh so we're not feeling good about Mupp- muppets we're gonna go i <laughs> Interesting. had the wrong act down for <laughs> oh really what would you think oh, i oh, thought sorry. it was the almost by the skin of their teeth jam and jesters oh i see Who i you think th- would have blown the, away oh. both of these bands well we that's still up for the jam and jesters also came up in the sally you dark rides the the second were, gate right would you have they would have won i think they would have won this round easily oh interesting. well really? do you want to yeah. do you want to yank you want to pull them in I like last minute replacement. This was a thing of your childhood. So you want to put the Mike. gesture back. You want to put the replace gestures with the Muppets Penguin Orchestra. No, I'm saying the other. Wait, I'm who confused. do you think is in? I would have replaced the Muppet Penguin Orchestra with the Calico Creepers. Oh, I see. I see. That's so, what I mean. so in our official way of saying this, Muppets, but we're saying, but now, and you, they're the link, weak link to you. So that yeah. means their their chances are not very good. Right. Sorry, Muppet fans, but do we want to put in? 
this thing from your childhood. I would replace the I would replace the Muppet Orchestra with Jam and Jester. Sure. All right, Muppets, you're out. Jam and Jesters are in. A yeah. regional thing from Enchanted Forest in Lombard, Illinois. Correct. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jam and Jester. People Jam just threw Jester. their phone. By the way, a uh, thousand people in our audience threw their phone when I said a Muppets thing. I is I out. don't think neither of these were my the dwarves or the Muppet. Like neither of I'm these a, were my favorites. I was a I freaking loved the Seven Dwarves. I, think, I was obsessed mm. as a kid. I was obsessed with the Seven Dwarves. I had mm. I've told the story before. I was sick and I was like, my dad was like, "Can I get you something when I go to the store?" And I go, "I want Seven Dwarves toys." And he goes, <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, okay." And then he like left, and my mom goes, "They don't make Seven Dwarves toys. How? What are you gonna? Why do you agree to that?" And he went and he found. In a Walgreens or something like a pack of seven little ninja characters in and or whatever, and he brought him back and he goes, "Hey, these are the ninja dwarves." Good enough. Did you <laughs> and buy I, it? Yeah, I bought it. Yeah. Wow, wow. And then they, by the time my sister was was three or something, they did have pretty high quality dwarves things. But I was obsessed. I had the poster on my wall. I, when I finally opened my eyes on the... Well, no, the original didn't have this fun scene, I don't even think, in Disney World. But Look, I like the finest characters. As animatronic uh, musicians, I don't think that scene is a lot. It's fine. I, oh, I, don't think I it's, love it. We, I just yeah, did it two I like days it ago. Too, yeah. I did two days ago. I love going in that room when they're playing that little yeah, show. Yeah, I'm clapping along. I'm pretty happy. Snow White's having a good time. I think I, in the context of the ride, but in the context of this, this bracket, I was like, ah, oh, I don't know. I yeah, like no. the silly song. I, I, I like j- bringing what this genre like yodely music into this rock competition i like acknowledging them as musicians and roll what is it it's the essence it's the vibe in that room can you imagine you go on that ride and you go it would be awesome to hang out in this room with these dwarves with the seven dwarves and snow white this would be a fun little party we're having you know but the jam and jesters i mean they do rock around the clock they do let's go to the hop they do magic to do from Pippin. Well, they do a That's lot a of pretty, Pippin. They do well, a lot they do of songs a lot from of Pippin. Pippin. This, wait, can we explain this from the ground up if you don't have the second yeah. gate? And you should. Go check out the Sally one especially because it's a lot of where this is coming from. But this is something that was from Mike's childhood. You didn't realize that this animatronics company was behind it. And it is, it's medieval themed. There's a dragon in the band. There's another. There's a very Sally-like like uh, yes. mannequin-looking woman, like a princess or something. I don't know what she is. Anything else? you want to say being well, this a little, is your home yeah, there's a little dragon called cute and they oh, do some right. some okay comedy isn't there a bigger dragon that kind of rolls out directly onto the carpet and yeah. then there's the little cute dragon that's up on a table or something yes and it's like i love i do love this show and the uh it was from yeah should we say i don't know it's from enchanted castle did we say that enchanted castle yeah, you yeah. did say that okay lombard. uh in lombard illinois it's still there it still exists although somebody i recently said they think the show is done i, I think <laughs> they don't run it anymore so it's possible it's finally over um but it's a great like you don't see you see some of the same like kind of hillbilly type shows with these robots but you don't see a lot of medieval i appreciate mm-hmm. that vibe mm-hmm. i think it's fun there's a lot of mouth robot noise clacking noise mm-hmm. um on these we which we pointed out on the episode um it's like a trumpeter it's like a, it's, is he also a dragon there's like a kind of a donkey looking yeah guy. and they've reef we've they've changed they we've discovered they changed it around a little bit over the years mm-hmm. um and yeah they do like well, at do. some point, it was Merlin, Merlin's magical music makers, and then became the Jam and Jesters, mm. right? Um, and they do. Uh, they also do old time rock and roll sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I will say uh, I did find a YouTube comment on one of the videos 
where someone just wrote in all caps, Chuck E. Cheese's in Darien, Illinois is better than this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, oh, I guess. fair. I mean, that's kind of fair. I bet it is. But, you yeah. know, it's about the music. Um, and you've been there in person. I, this has become like a Mike Passion round. So I, I yeah. don't need to want to put it all on you. But, you know, you can speak to this the most, maybe. Yeah, it's tough because, like... I mean, I, I like that we put the jam and gestures in here, but mm-hmm. these are two things. The the Dwarves song and being in the room, and I, this is, a, again, I try to take out, you know, nostalgia or my extreme love, and I try to just judge it on the rock. I try to judge it on the vibes, and I don't know. I think that that Seven Dwarves band and the song they're playing, I, the vibe is too good to ignore, the vibe is too fun to ignore, and I look. I can't completely take myself out of it because I wanted to be friends with these seven guys and Snow White. Snow White, not so much. Seven guys, yes. I wanted to be buddies with them. I thought this seemed like they were like the original like uh, aspirational hang, you know? Like <laughs> this is very odd, but okay. <laughs> I'm so not before, before the frat pack. Before your other it was guy, not, yeah, you know? not my other guys, but I, as a child, and this is not, I'm not exaggerating for the air here. This is true. I was, I was a huge Seven Dwarves kid, um, and I, you I wanted to be their Snow White. You wanted them, yeah. To I was like, take care of you, out of here. <laughs> what about Mike, uh, Michael, and the Seven Dwarves? Snow Mike, Snow Mike is what <laughs> I said. Uh, and these robots still look good. The song That's is still fa- fun. But fan art, by the way. <laughs> yeah, sure. You in, a, you in a shirt with sleeves, kind of the, like the Disney bound version oh. of those are very with your current, your actual style. To I, puffy sleeves are on trend right now, so you know it's like easy to of, get a hold of. The end of the ride would be like the prince is like coming over, and I'm like, no, 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 get away! And I'm like motioning for Dopey to come over to like <laughs> k- k- True Love's kiss. Bring me <laughs> Dopey. Bring me a hard Mountain Dew Baja Blast, yeah. Dopey. Let's party, fellas. Uh, I gotta go Seven Dwarves. Uh, yeah, I'm happy Jam and Jesters are in there, but I I think Seven Dwarves is the best, maybe the best Disney music scene. Think about that. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. The most mm-hmm. music all portrayed in one place, and it's fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like Seven Dwarves. I think they're in. Sorry, oh, Jason. That's all right. You Just play the guys, the gang, the whole gang got in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, They made a, a valiant effort. And the, the Muppets dissed. Jeez. Um, <laughs> people are upset. So I mean, I like them too, but Jim Jesters is what I like about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a full orchestra. I like that, but yeah. um, it brings us to the final round, and this the matchup you've been waiting for: Ghost versus Alien. <laughs> this is where we finally uh, settle the hash between the ghost organist in the haunted mansion <laughs> and. The E.T. playing <laughs> the uh, marimba, the big, big glowy big plants. Plants I don't know or what rocks. They're, 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 they light up, and he's playing them with, you know, percussive yeah, instruments. E.T. playing big glowy things with percussion sticks yeah. from the E.T. adventure. Yeah. Look up and don't blink, or you will miss him. Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. It's hard. It's impossible even to find a good picture of him, but he's burned yeah. into my brain. Once I was thinking about musicians and rides, well, this is... Look... You don't, how do you know that you're in an interplanetary celebration unless there's a little alien going bling, 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 <laughs> bling, This is Ewok stuff. This is great. Yeah. Uh, it makes me so happy. It's, a, I don't know why he's so, I didn't even remember, I so did not realize he was way up in the back. Right. Yeah. He's, 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 he's in the front of my heart. Well, because another one is kind of playing a plant 
like harp thing, right? Yeah. Like a lot yeah. of the planet is like a musical instrument, you know, it stuff can all built be. It's in. a very musical planet. Like the green planet is cool. I think yeah. we can all agree. Mm-hmm. Lots of cool environments it, on the green planet. It's such an under the sea thing. It's such a vibe of under the sea. Yeah. But what is, what is ET open? Is it like what it, does it? Pretty close. 18. Yeah. Oh, the ride, 90. The, 90? Is it 91? Yeah, something E.T.? Like so were they influenced? 90 probably in Florida. 90 yeah. in Florida. So were they influenced by Under the Sea? <laughs> Maybe. Mm. It's such an Under the Sea Should we have scene. put an Under the Sea character in this? I don't think so, because mm. I think this is the vibe. Well, maybe Mr. Limpet, just for hanging out in the oh, corner. Oh, sure. Oh, right. <laughs> I guess he doesn't really play anything, so. Um, but then you got some history. You got, I didn't realize this is the, we're talking about Victor Geist. We just covered him in the last episode. This is what we just made it past. It was yeah. Victor Geist, I believe, in the right. ballroom. Right, right. Um, and he's playing a big, the crazy huge organ from 20,000 Leagues, and there's spirits coming out of the pipes. It's an impressive piece. Yeah. Somebody pointed out that we didn't recognize or didn't say that uh, it's a play on Poltergeist. Yeah, that, I still, I understand if the, if the, <laughs> we were saying it was like a normal name, and we missed that Geist is ghost yeah. in German. That I get. Sure, But sure. anybody who's saying, no, it's a joke. It's a play on Poltergeist. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> you mean Victor Geist. Poltergeist. <laughs> That's not, it would have to be closer to, mm. I might have complained about this already. Oh, maybe. Uh, possibly. It sounds right. familiar. Geist, I'll keep complaining yeah. about it. And it, uh, maybe it's, maybe it, uh taints victor geist for me i didn't oh, like yeah. that whole conversation yeah it's uh look i like i still like victor geist despite this controversy that's swirling around him um but the et plays the cute he's cute cute yeah look I don't, you know <laughs> we can keep, if you've got thoughts jason but i i know what i'm no i mean he's kind of a big centerpiece of that ballroom scene but yeah, you gotta i think go you both ET, sold right? me on the cuteness yeah, uh, yeah. no there's no way now, he's not an et he's a brotozoogian <laughs> I just want to remember. <laughs> okay, yes. The okay. little Brodo is OG. Brodo is OG. He's a Brodo is OG playing uh, something. We right. don't know. Plung, 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 plung. Um, wow. Okay. okay. So uh, we've. The we've, Elite Eight. The Elite Eight. We've made it through. Uh, here, I'll, I'll go in the opposite order of uh, what we'll wrap back around to. So we will have Calico Coffin Creepers from Knott's Berry Farm versus Four Little Shavers from Chuck E. Cheese. Sony Eclipse versus Dolly Dimples. Uh, mm, Disney versus Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, yeah. Um, seven Dwarves versus the E.T. playing the Marimbas. Oh, yes. wow. But that loops <laughs> us back around to the first one we have to cover, which is uh, in round two, Munch's make-believe band from Chuck E. Cheese's versus the Peach Boys oh. from Oof. Epcot. Uh, yeah, this seems like a blowout. <laughs> yeah, like I think easy. so. Yeah. Yeah, 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 this is an easy one. Uh, yeah, sorry, Peach Boys. Munch. I'm glad. I'm glad they made it. But yeah, Clean hey, look, we can't. Munch. Mr. Munch. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, I'll, I'll make it a different color so I know what one in the next. Okay, um, this is interesting. Then Calico Coffin Creepers versus Four Little Shavers. Mm. Oh, Jason. Uh, yeah, yeah, one of my favorites versus a new favorite. Yeah, that kind of yeah. got in at the last minute. Maybe we have to like. Like the 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 fun of the new, we have to like let that yes. sit for a second. Yeah, you really don't want to get emotional, and you don't want to get excited about a on new their thing. merits. Look, there's more movement certainly in the four little shavers. They yeah. are flapping all around. Yeah, um, I, I go back though to my original argument, which is that I mean, look, uh, acapella music—that's music. They're musicians. Yeah, but we were kind of going. There's a lot of instruments here. 
if we're studying musicians, but that's not going to be points in the favor of Calico Coffin Creepers. These are not the best animatronics we're going to find in the thing. It's no. more about a vibe. It's more about a vibe, which, yeah, aste- like aesthetically here, aesthetically, like Jason, you would say, obviously, aesthetically, your ultimate band all wears like, suspenders and <laughs> old-time And little hats dickies and, and yeah, little old-time dickies. hats. And That's like your ultimate. Just very uncomfortable. It's <laughs> just yeah. like a cartoonish amount of clothes piled on top of each other. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> right. So it's just, yeah, th- so when you when we go to Calico... The Calico guy. It's just... The music isn't any newer. This is old-time country music, you know? They're probably not so dissimilar in in the eras. No, but if we're talking about rock, closer to the uh, origins of rock, I think. Hey, I think, you know, I I tried to late add Mr. Lincoln as a spoken word category on this this (laughs) tournament and say, does he rock? Does the spoken word of Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln rock? So my category, I want to... Spoken word Grammys, he could have won. Yeah, I wanted to expand what what it means to rock. So Jason, look, if you get passion, if you feel passion from it, if it gets your, you know, blood pumping, I'm talking about the little shavers, then it is rock, (laughs) you know? These little free... Barbershop singers get your you blood flowing. Yeah, you I mean, I certainly don't want my blood pumping when I'm getting a, a straight razor shave. <laughs> <laughs> I would like it to be very still. That's fair. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying. And not uh, fluidy. I'm, I'm they're they're also in an ice cream place, too. So that that's Points in good favor. in your point. Yeah, yeah the yeah. others are at a Kootenanny, though. I know. That's, all, that's really mm, fun. So. A Halloween Hootenanny. And I like that they're seasonal and regional. I think right. those are yeah. those can be points against, but I think they're they're points for in this regard. I like yeah, that Knott's Berry Farm would make it this far. Makes it more special. I mean, at the Volo Auto Museum, they're kind of in a recreation of like of a pizza type experience, which is not their original context. So you know, very few people got to see them in their original context of like an animatronic ice cream parlor. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, but the Calico Coffin Creepers are in their original context you know all you know something we haven't brought into this yet is, is something i'd like to quickly like and i see that it is available on t public like which bands merch would you rather wear and obviously we don't see they don't have like big you know big gift shops or big um online stores but i think i'm gonna be wearing a calico coffin creeper shirt over a four little shaver shirt and that's me that's my preference yeah. You don't you don't want like a shirt that's like that that Adventureland kind of sh- games 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 ride 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 shirts but it just says hello 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 in different settings. <laughs> right, well, that's and well, that's a go. fun shirt. May okay yeah. now that you're okay. Well, that's mm. true. I was sort of picturing like one of those things where it's like a t-shirt but it has the look of their like their uh, barbershop outfits on it. Okay. I want a logo of the the logo that's on their drum, which is like written yeah, yeah. out badly. <laughs> yes. It's like like the weird, you know, when you write a poster for yourself if you weren't good at that kind of thing, and you start to run out of room, and the yep. letters get smaller and smaller. Mm. That's their their drum, the drum head. Yeah, does Wait. not look good, but which it's a one? Choice. Calico? The calico. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you look at their drum head, yes. I mean that's very far. A away little DIY, yep. a little like that's good. Punk. Yeah, they're like not the corporate band you know what i'm saying also that's a strike in their like that's good not a strike against them yeah not like big barber shop yeah that's a corporate (laughs) chuck e cheese that's a big thing shills yeah for big shampoo yeah Uh, 
I got to go with my Calico Coffin Creepers here. Yeah, you said it. You you got me with corporate. How do you argue against that? These are the underground guys. These are these guys are still keeping it real. All In right. this matchup, I think even I have to go with Calico. Oh, really? Wow, the Calico yeah. Coffin Creepers. I'm not. I recognize that barbershop ice cream animatronics. Pretty narrow taste. Pretty narrow specific taste. Sure, sure. So, but if we're talking about the the spirit of the tournament, I I think they're going to have to take the L here, even if it was close in my book. Wow, wow. Calico Coffin wow, wow, Creepers wow. defeat four little shavers. Mm. Anyone who's saying wow to that out loud is in a really weird rabbit hole. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thank you. Um, the, let's move to Lounge. Who's the king of Lounge? Is it... Uh, is it a big alien or is it a uh, a piano playing hippo? Sunny <laughs> versus Dolly. Sunny versus Dolly. Mm. They both have like there's they, they both have a very impressive body of work. I'll say they both have a good substantial amount of material you can find online. Um, Dolly did a long. I will say this: Dolly did a longer kind of show, a little lo- a little looser, which you can appreciate sometimes, especially when it's in a live environment. She seemed like she wanted to have more interaction with the customers. Sonny is sort of, you know, doing a little crowd work, but he has a pretty tight show that he does, and he does the same one every time. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to think of now the venues they're playing, and obviously, you know, the the Dolly Dimples room was a little looser, a little more fun than Cosmic Rays. Cosmic <laughs> Rays is a little more, they still wanted you in and out. Can't drink um, there. Um, well, no. they, well, look, we're going to get into trouble arguing the quality of this restaurant to Jason, who has come to its well, defense look, many both times. Fine dining options, <laughs> no toppings Free bar. toppings, don't toppings you understand? Bar. Well, toppings bar, no, not a bar, but a bar topping. Cosmic Rays right now. Bring really? It. I, I think uh, the last time I was there, folks. Please let us know when the toppings bars returned. Goes Bill and <laughs> well, yeah, and let Jason Craze. know. You no, can leave us out of the ad of on that. Tag all accounts, <laughs> Mister Morrow. Please do a video on the toppings bar at Cosmic Rays returns. Do thirty minutes on it and go through all the different, like how the pieces of lettuce are, Mike. Uh, Mr. Morrow recently did a video where he was fishing off a dock at Port Orleans, Riverside, and I'm shocked. I knew about the fishing excursions where you go out on a boat, but I didn't know you could just fish off a dock at Wilderness Lodge and Port Orleans, Riverside, or else I would have definitely dragged at least you to do that with me when we we were there. uh, Fishing is a little... They give you everything. Six bucks for half an hour, six or seven bucks. You keep the fish? No, they're catch and release. Oh, but the fish die anyway on catch and release. I don't think, I don't know that they do. I think I they just they get a little die. annoyed. You've got a hook through their mouth. Yeah, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I think I they die anyway. I'd actually honestly prefer we just eat them. Because then at least if they're going to die, we're using you them to... reap your reward. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I'm just saying that you would be my problem. You think they want a bunch of guests cooking up bone-in swamp fish <laughs> in the common area grills? <laughs> yeah, in your so hotel was, yeah. room. Walt yeah. said that on his deathbed. That's what he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> that's Curtis why he did the Florida Project. Bunch of swamp fish. Yeah. So Project. that's on my list next time I get down to Orlando. Mm. Um, let me... Uh, uh, three words. Well, five words. You Nork City, Planet Zork. <sighs> I forgot. I forgot Planet Zork. Yeah. yeah. If you don't recall, and if you haven't heard our second gate, we're referencing a lot of second gate stuff here. Sunny so Eclipse, the lounge singing robot, piano astro organ player, comes from an opposite New York City called You Nork City. 
which is not fully opposite because city is the same. Yeah. Um, a topsy-turvy town where the subways are up and the streets are down. I mean, is there anything, is there writing that uh, polished in the Dolly Dimple set? No, she just kind of makes a pass at your husband, you know? That's really... <laughs> she needs another one. <sighs> yeah. She's, on the She's prowl. like a benevolent, you know... Sonny, we don't know about his life. That's when entertainment was, you know, that's for the, we don't need to know everything about a per. I don't need to know which space angel he's dating. That's true. None of my business. Mm. <sighs> I want to say Dolly, but I'm going to not say Dolly. Yeah, I think I'm going to give it to Sonny, you too. Sonny wins. It's very close. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's, you know, we love him. We've discussed him at length. Everybody go there. I'm always thankful when people send pictures of themselves with Sonny. I'm yeah. always happy to... That's that's like putting your own, you know, everybody goes and does Splash Mountain, but not everybody takes the time yes, to visit right. this show that I can't believe is still there. I'm so happy it's still there. Yeah, thank goodness. Um, so this is, an, this is very interesting. The Seven Dwarfs versus the E.T. playing the Mer- Versus the Marin, bro. <laughs> uh, the Broto. plants. Broto, what's the full Broto is Broto is Broto is Broto is Playing Green Planet light up. Green Planet glow plants. Green Planet glow plants. If you're talking about a vibe and a bunch of folks you want to hang out with. Well, but it's not all of them. It's just one E.T., one Broto is Yeah, but look at the setting you're in. Like a dirty... A dirty old cabin that probably stank. That cabin does not look that dirty. Cabin. Well, no, yeah, she you know, if we're talking it, Snow White clean that but shit. But all those dudes, that many dudes now, in a house is going to stank. Fair enough. They were messy. They were they, they had fallen under old school gender roles, and they made Snow White clean this place up. But if she's there, that place was spotless. That's she's true. And those animals those. are helping. The animals were fantastic. Yeah, they do a great job. So when you drive in in Disneyland, that is not a dirty cabin. Don't ever say right. that. And unfortunately, I can't. When I think dirty between these two, I think the ET ride more. But that's part of the charm of it. They, they that planet was almost toast. Okay, <laughs> that they were able to recover it's that fresh. Quickly. Yeah, it's fresh. It's, it's freshly fresh. saved. That is true. Yeah, 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 yeah. E. Got, it was almost touch. ash. Yes, yeah, yeah, just a mere 45 seconds ago. Here's what I'll say about that setting, and I guess we really, sh- this is about rock. This is not about setting necessarily, but... It's where uh, they choose to perform. The planet uh, feels gooey to me. It feels like there would be like a film on everything. Like if you touched it, you'd be like, your hands would be messy with a substance I don't even, out of, an outer world substance. <laughs> do you ex- do we actually want to visit the green planet? I want to visit the I mean, green I do, planet. I do, I mean, but... Look, it's, uh, if you go to the Hollywood Bowl or you go to Red Rocks, you have to uh, deal with the elements, you know. It's it's that is in play versus <laughs> you if you go rather, to the Dolby Theater or something indoors. Would you rather go to Red Rocks or to the Green Planet? Where would you rather see your favorite band? Um, <laughs> hmm, I think I'd rather go to the Green Planet. Where would you you rather see the new your favorite band, the New Pornographers? Sure. Uh, on the Green Planet, I guess. It, uh, I think that's more pop. I think the <laughs> I think the Green Planet is more. Um, uh, uh, what was the phrase? A power poppy, then. Um, well, aesthetically, color wise, yes, it does feel a little. Yeah, more... Yeah, a lot of their their album covers are often very colorful. You know, so. right? Look, I don't want to be anywhere they... near the Dolby Theater. That's a place of danger and violence. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> the uh, uh, I would say Red Rocks. Red Rocks is like yeah, in the mountains. 
It so seems. What are we, what are we seems arguing? Beautiful. I lost track of Red Rocks is Green Planet, but well, no, we're we're talking about the elements and like the vibe of both these places. Jason's Red Rocks trying to stall out so to prove that I think the Seven Dwarves uh, locate. He he doesn't like Jason's anti Seven Dwarves ever since they beat the Jam and Jesters, and I kind of feel he's trying to divert here from the, the actual I arguments. Think you to guys sold me. me on how fun Marimba Et was. I was getting sure, I points for Marimba how fast you go by. That I haven't thing. decided by the way. I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying. You said dirty. You said their living quarters were dirty, and I disagreed. Um, right. Has has have you decided, Jason? I think I've made my decision. Okay. Are you locking in? I will lock in the marimba playing Broto Azoji. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I love him. I yeah, he's in. All right. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. <sighs> what do, what were so you? I was gonna go with the dwarves. Yeah. Well. Hmm. Hmm. That's okay. Understood. That's what this is all about. Um, yes. They're still great characters, and we respect your desire to be their friends. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. Uh, so that brings... So the, the, the final four. The final four. We've made it to the final four, which is Sunny Eclipse, who will take on the Brodo Azoji playing the glow, the glow plants. <laughs> uh, but first, Munch's make-believe band versus the Calico Coffin Creepers. Oof. I can't believe it got to that point. This is the ultimate one seed versus uh, 16 this seed. This one is yeah, tough here. Yeah, now how, yeah, it's really now how far do we want to take this new... That, or how far do we want to take this Rudy-like... Um, you know. Yeah, Rudy band. It's a Rudy like band. The movie Rudy. <laughs> if There's Rudy no... was five monsters, it's not the band Rooney. It's the no. This movie. Is not, no. They're Rudy. nothing like Rooney. They're not like Rooney. It's like Rudy. But yeah. will this outcome be more like uh, later in life, Rudy? <laughs> like the tragic stuff. I don't know about. I don't really Rudy. remember the specifics, but it's just like, oh no! Like I don't I, know what you're talking about after after the big game or whatever. Like it's just like, oh, it wasn't the real life. Person the real you're life Rudy, about? yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Rudy, not Rooney. Like what happened to Rooney? Oh, I thought you were t- okay. We keep talking about. I don't know what happened to Rooney. I haven't heard from Rooney in a while. Uh, uh, where's Rooney been? I know where Andy Rooney is. <laughs> Deceased. <laughs> Um, I don't mind the dry heat of hell. (laughs) 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 Uh, All right. Munch versus Calico. Oh, boy. I'm losing my mind here. Um, Yeah. It's uh, look. It's hard because we've lived with Munch so long and Calico is so new. But truly, like the feeling I get from it is uh, somebody, some band who I've been with for for a long time. Like I, I get a vibe of like, oh, these these people have been in my life for a long time. Instantly classic. <laughs> Instantly classic. Instantly, it's not. It doesn't feel. It's retro, but it's not a novelty retro. That's what I feel about it as well. I like the sentiment, but let me say this: the What do we know about the Calico Coffin Creepers music? It's like ding, 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 ding. What do we know about the other competitor? We've got it together. We've got it. Sure. We've got it. I mean. That's now that's echoing. Look, I didn't vote for them in the first round, but right. it's um, you know, it's it's hard to not respect it's, the the work. Yeah, Chuck I think the substance is going to outweigh. The well, style. this is the problem. Chuck E. Cheese just has so much material. Yes, that is available that we've poured over, and it's hard to completely just give it to Calico based on speculation. And and I understand they beat the Country Bears. <laughs> 
speculation of what their other work would be like. I mean, <laughs> Country Bears obviously are fantastic, and that band is fantastic. But, um, that, but you know the kind of music that they play. The, the Country Bears music we don't hear, we can guess what it's like. What does an alien uh, on a <laughs> tissue box guitar play with a Nosferatu and a washboard? Yeah. Right. Who knows? Yeah. They're, they're like, they're craft work. They're outsider. Right. Um, but... Yeah, I think sadly Munch has to win. We still you get a monster either way. You and get I think a monster you get a, either way. A purple monster. All right, all right. I guess the corporations win this time. Oh. <laughs> Munch goes ahead. Munch goes to the final. Wow. Final round. Which leaves us with Sunny Eclipse versus the ET play. <laughs> <laughs> the Brodo is actually. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's a tough one for me. I, I like for ET. Maybe really, it is tough. Huh? Two wonderful aliens. Yeah, two wonderful two aliens. Two wonderful aliens. Um, and I didn't vote for uh, ET in the last round. And. It's tricky because some of these, yeah, they don't have the discography that the others do. And and it's hard because... He has no discography. Yeah, that's true. We have yes. eight original songs versus... Let me bring this up. Let me bring this up. Some, does something have to be a pop song structure to rock? Does it have to be a three, four, five minute pop song, lounge song, whatever? No, because Marky Moon, the television song of Marky Moon is 10 minutes long. Well, Marquee Moon is a different story. That's rockin'. Still, it is a rockin' song, but I'm saying even structureless. I'm saying even, you know, I don't think that on Brodo is OG they have three-minute pop songs or even ten-minute pop songs and recordings. Maybe they don't have musical recordings. Music is just a full-on expression of yourself as an artist, okay? So there isn't even... What I'm saying is that this is handicapped by this, the lack of rock and roll on the green planet. So we have to take all of that idea out of our head here and just judge this little E.T. based on what he's doing and how we feel he's expressing himself because it's not a fair playing field here. Do you know what I'm saying? There's no even chance that he would have like, oh, he, you know, this is a session musician. He's been on. I don't think 10 he different- look, the 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 Astro organ is a piece that he had to buy or, or build or have commissioned. But that's an expensive piece. That's but, of like that you know that's, that's what a true. big touring musician could afford. This et this little Brodo Zoji is just playing what's around yeah. him. He's playing the plants. Right. That he lives with. Right. And and Sunny Eclipse, like, Sunny Eclipse is obviously from a place that ha- is very similar to our our world. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. he is playing three-minute songs. He is playing three-ish minute songs. They have chorus, verse, what, what have you. But the E.T. is just letting the music flow out of him. It's it's the most pure, maybe, music musician in this whole field. Wow. That's what I would say about him. I haven't decided yet. I'm just saying that we can't. <laughs> That's so so emotional. It makes me want to vote. Yeah, it's kind of beautiful. Thank you. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to give him credit because he's 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 at a he's not on the same. Just a little a little guy on a planet who doesn't even know what he has to offer. Like kind of like a like a boy lifting up a broom with the special power that he doesn't even know the full weight of. He's like a little broom boy. He's like a little broom boy. I completely agree. Um, So when you're making your decision now, I want you to think about that and think about that. Yes, Sunny Eclipse, he's the shinier object in this 
and and we recognize more of what he's doing because it's so close to our world but really examine in your heart <laughs> what this eat little et is he's hitting the glowing things he <laughs> think about how much he rocks in the context of his world of its world i can't tell if now we all just say sunny eclipse after that emotion or if everyone has to make here's let's let's all write it down so we don't get influenced by each other let's all choose what we're gonna choose and i'm gonna write it down on my thing here and we'll show each other and then we'll do it we have to don't you don't want to say it out loud for the the audio oh i guess we'll say it out loud but now this will be proof that we actually we're not lying or trying to like go against the others you know what i mean i just want this to be fully okay fully fair okay uh wait hang on okay okay uh, so what we'll do is five four three two one and then we'll all say it okay. i don't know why i said five and not three but that's what we're gonna <laughs> it's do build up the suspense okay wanna, okay all right F- five, five four, four three, three two, two one, one. E- sunny eclipse <laughs> <laughs> Did we get swayed? Wait, what did you no, say? He said, I said sunny. sunny. You're sunny. All right. And I'm fine with that. I think that's right. But yours, you did influence me. That was so beautiful. Thank you. And I was just, been, you, I've been pulling for him the whole you time. You went the other way. Yeah. I said I hadn't decided. I said I was just trying to think about you it. You got me. You got this, you. Uh, this, this, wow. this, this musician alone. I doesn't even know where to put the gifts that he has. Yeah. But maybe, but maybe that was sunny once maybe maybe Sonny was on a similar planet we don't know how he grew up yeah he might have had a really hard-boiled life possible and he rose up to become a slightly paid attention to animatronic at a, at a yes. busy theme, at a park. theme park who is going Very to possible. get screwed by cosmic ray like cosmic ray is going to shaft oh him. you're right you're yeah. right he has the trouble the tips yeah, yeah. and the uh-huh. door you know? well this is what i might have guessed we where where i might have guessed that we land as and i like where we land for the final to the 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 uh the top of the top which is munch's make-believe band versus sunny eclipse i mean that's if you had to put money on it i guess i thought five bear rugs would make it further and not lose immediately <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but oh well, you know. god here well hmm. i don't know do you know already i don't know either i think i know wow, wow. do you have another speech in you michael to sway us <laughs> mm, i think i do one speech per episode oh of these. okay so you're <laughs> so, tapped you're tapped mm, out i don't know really if i have hoping. a speech in me yeah i don't know I'm, it's band versus solo band versus solo which you can't with some supporting mm-hmm. it's all acts that i've voted against yeah and yet i'm but i I still like that i have no uh, i take no offense to either of these i think these are these are some fine artists chuck e cheese the underdog in this case a a big company but compared to the walt disney company the underdog Uh uh-huh well and look there these this band is getting removed everywhere um there's only one sunny yeah and they thankfully there are so many more things that Disney has to deal with that they probably are just forgetting to get rid of oh, yeah. Sunny Eclipse as opposed to the active extermination of Munch's make believe band. This is a corporate priority is to get rid of them. But that so, just makes them more of an underdog. I absolutely, yes. Like, no, yeah. I'm saying I, I I think it's I think it's terrible what's happened to them. I think it's a real shame. Mm-hmm, I agree. Uh, uh, I will they're, say they're taking the Munches. Their body of work, both of the bodies of work. I mean, Sunny eclipse is it is all killer no filler not i'm not talking about the name of that some 41 album i mean that is the the phrase to to say like the songs are all solid and good they're of a piece 
and there's not really a clunker in there. There's ones we like better than others. Chuck E. Cheese has a, a sprawling, I guess it's kind of Beatles rolling. Beatles has like 10 years of great stuff. Rolling Stones has like 10, 15 years of great stuff. And then you get the later stuff and it's like. According to uh, music critics, their best stuff has been in the last five years. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> it's oh, just always like if you're, an, if you're an old music critic, you're like Stone's better than ever. As they do their boring oh, wow. like noodly album. Yeah. Bigger yeah, that's, Bang. They've never been better than Bigger Bang. That is. Who said that? No one's. It's, people, critics do. I don't, say, I don't like Wen- it. But what did Jan Wenner say about <laughs> Who do you think is publishing bang? these ancient music credits? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. But yeah, you would say it's, it's sometimes it's. Sometimes it's interesting, like the, the Quentin Tarantino idea to make just like 10 good movies or whatever. Like, is that better? Would we rather have artists do 50 things and half of them are good? Or would you rather have the artists do, you know, a couple things and they're perfect or they're amazing? Like, that's, I think, a question. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm struggling with right now is I, I think I know, but that's what I'm thinking about. Well, you want a majority of that body of work to be about pizza and soda. That's, that's certainly true. what you want either yes. way. Yes. Or the presence of a toppings bar. Yes. You want a toppings bar. They do. Both bar. of these acts do sing about the food a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's, there are topping bars in play both here. That's kind of tragic. No toppings bar right now with Sonny. Does he talk about the toppings bar? Maybe not. I don't the think he talks about bar, the toppings bar. Oh, okay. the, the, and I don't think Chucky's like, hey, yeah, the toppings bar. Cosmic rays. I like that there's a full universe fleshed out there, unseen. There's the space angels. There's the cos- there's mm. cosmic ray. We know his boss. We know his, his uh, support system. <laughs> support yep. system. His support system. Uh, yeah. I really like that he's related to the customs agent from Star Tours in Japan. <sighs> um, yes. Officer Zizix. That it ties together a global mythology, um, mm. but but there's so much universe at Chuck E. Cheese. Well, of course, and yes. you didn't. You used to be able to travel a lot. You know, ease of seeing them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got the the special. It goes both ways. It's special. You can only see sunny eclipse in one place. But back in the day, you used to probably only go a mile or two. You know, to your local Chuck E. Cheese establishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It's a special thing. Is like that's again. There's yeah. Do you can you consider it being special? Is that better? Is but it's that also more? inconvenient. Well, it is inconvenient. That's true. <sighs> is you know, Sonny refers to his. We think that maybe Cosmic Ray isn't tr- treating him the best. Uh, the business owner in this case is Chucky. He's in the band. Uh, right. I've watched bar rescues where the, the bar owner goes up and performs. And John does not like that. No, it distracts him from the business. It drives business away. <laughs> underground Wonder down. Bar. What's the Underground Wonder Bar? I don't, I don't know. Oh, underground that's Wonder the bar. Chicago one with the owner and her son running it, and she does like new agey, like oh, right. just unlistenable oh, new wow. age kind of stuff. <laughs> so that's terrible. And they they moved from somewhere to they 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 had to get out of their old space and they moved to somewhere where the rent is like five to ten times more it was a bad decision every part of it was a bad decision <laughs> so they could fill the space though the music sounds solid um but but here we have the but you know what he's no look chucky is a vibrant part of the band he even put the spotlight on munch he didn't put his own name in the band and he could have he easily could have he's the owner yeah that's true yeah. and he draws he, he dresses dapper uh, oh, he looks and great. He, you know, maybe you'd end up with a better singer in there, but I like unorthodox. He's kind of a with his his nasalness and whininess. He's kind of a Donald Fagan. 
That's true. Yeah, that's true. Chuck E. Cheese is Donald Fagan, and I'm not going to argue against a Donald Fagan type. Yeah, and look, the band we haven't even we haven't you know we've talked about him before, but Helen Helen is a great singer too. Helen Henny, um, and she's you know she's been slighted a lot in the various Chuck E. Cheese media. <laughs> as yeah, you, as she's you just a out. girl. She's just a, what does she say in that movie? Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> But she's a, what, one of the guys. Oh, yeah. She's just one of the gays. Yeah. And it's unfair to her. But she's got a great voice. Uh, mm-hmm. She's got great presence. She's only gotten better. I think the newer Helens are, are superior. Yeah, I agree. She's been yeah. fleshed out. Um, um, so it's tricky because there's it's, it's Sonny's at... Sonny is... It's tough here because he's just one alien. And there's mm-hmm. so many good performers. <sighs> is it... Does it maybe by going Chuck, does it nod to... Chuck E. Cheese's ancestors, as we all like, uh, you know, we we need our ancestors for us to be here today, and right. we have to honor them. Right. Isn't when they literally are made of the metal bones mm. of other competitors in this competition? Do you honor the whole and Chuck E. Cheese, who produced so many great artists that we've discussed over the course of the last seven hours or whatever it's been? Mm. Uh, do we honor all of their work by choosing Munch's Make Believe Band? It's an interesting point. Yes, it's uh, the history of rock and roll is honored. The hi- history of fake rock and roll is honored mm-hmm. when you choose Munch's Make Believe Band. Mm. Oh, and you know what? And it's la- and la- look, Sonny is firmly lounge. And we're and and whereas much as make believe band rocks, there's no argument against that. There is no argument against that's true. I mean, we all remember there obviously like walking on the sun in the '90s lounge. There was a lounge period. The song Tangerine Speedo we all remember from the late '90s, very loungy. Yeah, there was but a those short are era lounge, like when the rock. British rock band, like the Kinks and stuff, would do that, like uh, music hall. That like, yeah, sure, yeah, but. Munch's Make Believe Band rocks. And is this not the fake rock music Final Four? Yeah. Maybe we've landed there. Yeah. You want to say it? I think Munch's Make Munch's Believe Munch's Band. Munch's Make Believe Band, band. and you. Yeah. You've yeah. got it. Yay. You got it. We got it. We won the award or whatever this is. <laughs> the competition. If there's a free meal, I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> Make yeah. sure to clean my head out with your with Windex. Spray some Lysol Spray in some. my empty head. Don't I just need... do it once a year, once a fiscal year. Do it once a month, please. You <laughs> knew we'd beat that ugly alien mug. Yeah, we stomped him like a bug. <laughs> we'll take care of him or any other competitors. Yeah, we're on delivery apps as two restaurants. What of it? Yeah, that's not the end. We'll make a. We'll make ten. <laughs> We're doing it forever. It's part of the business model now. <laughs> oh, what have we done? Yeah. We've awarded this to no, it. That's no. what I was going to say is, look, I think Sonny is a good guy. Yeah. And I think maybe is Chuck a little toxic? Well, our favorite Chuck E. Cheese is the original one uh, or the ones. He was still kind of like that surly. when we were kids. He was really surly. He was really shady. Uh, he was less shady when we were kids. The original version was really shady, <laughs> which I do think is the best version. <laughs> but uh, yeah, now he's like ha- kind of happy-go-lucky, and he- they've gotten rid of that. He's now a mouse. He's not a rat. Yeah, yeah. He's shaken off the rat 
qualities. So I guess you have yeah. to take all of the Chucks in. And, you know, like, look, Chuck is just an unfortunate look. There's, uh, as with, you know, Mike Love is a t- kind of toxic presence in, yeah. in a band that I love, but I still find a lot to enjoy about Mike Love. And I think Chuck is the Mike Love. He's the guy who doesn't <laughs> play an instrument. He doesn't add to uh, <laughs> the musical blend in the way yeah. that... Favors hats. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yes, he's a big yeah. hat guy, probably balding underneath. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, but, but it's really, I think this is, let's let's just, Chuck's there, and it's, but we know that like Mike Love, he, if if he was here in person, he'd make a really bizarre speech. Oh, yeah. He would, he would be, he'd be so mean, to, and Sunny Eclipse has always been too chicken shit to get on stage with Munch's make-believe band. <laughs> I challenge the fucking. <laughs> I challenge the four little shavers to get up here. Anything, I'll whoop their ass. Um, yeah. Sorry, uh, I've been on a pizza fast. I guess I'm a little nuts right now. Sonny plays to warm crowds in Orlando every day. Come to the mean streets of Wilmington, Delaware, and try that shit. <laughs> David Crosby tweets: I hate Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> But it's not. Look, it's a shared victory. This is about Munch's make-believe band. We love Munch. The whole yeah, band. we do Munch love really Munch. really is, I think, powered it. I played Helen Henney. Yes. Yeah. Pasquale, yeah, and we've talked at length about them, but and we will talk about at length more, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, maybe soon. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it's it's too much. There's too much good stuff going on. That's right. Yeah. And if a Muppet ripoff monster and an Italian chef and a dog and a bird mm-hmm. and a toxic rat mm. can come together yes. to create decades of great music, which is mostly being eliminated from yeah. Chuck E. Cheese locations, Sadly. then isn't there hope for all of us? I think so. That was beautiful, I think. I, I think, think that's so. where, I it, think it's so. where it needed to land. I'm happy with it, though I voted against them. Uh, uh, congratulations, Munch's Make Believe Band. Uh, you survived Podcast the Ride, the fake rock music final four uh hey we talked about a lot of second gate stuff and if you want to know what we're talking about with sally and sunny clips and all that go to patreon.com slash podcast the ride look up those episodes and otherwise uh keep it here where there's i don't know a lot we'll talk about all this shit so much more yes guaranteed We will we'll be back with more bullshit. We'll be back. We'll win a think of a new contest we can win. Yeah. <laughs> Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced Dog. by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.